Well, hello there, boys, girls, and in-betweeners. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of The Pointless Podcast. My guest today is the hilariously talented Ari Shafir. I first heard of Ari years and years and years ago when the amazing racist uh, clips went viral on the interwebs at a time where virality was still a thing that was whispered in hallways and not demanded in boardrooms by out-of-touch executives. Um, since then, I've followed him through uh, his podcast, through his appearances on Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, his, he was in Chronicon. Saw that? The old Chronicon? I think I dropped a C there. Heaven forbid. Uh, he also has a series that's on Comedy Central, or you can watch it on YouTube, which is kind of, I think, the way to watch it because it's uncensored, and it's fantastic. It's called This Is Not Happening. You can go check it out right now. It's got comedians like uh, Kyle Kinane, Joey Diaz, TJ Miller. Um, of course, Ari's in it like mad. You got to watch it, and it's great, and you're just going to... Here's a podcast. It's going to happen. Oh, and by the way, the podcast today is sponsored by 5-4... And if you know anything about me, or if you've ever seen me out looking remotely presentable as a human being, as a flesh bag with teeth, covering said flesh bag with articles of clothing, then you'll know that I love 5-4 clothing. So I'm very excited to tell you about the 5-4 Club. That's going to happen in the middle of this episode. And that is genuine excitement, by the way, for a sponsor read, because I love Dee Murthy, the owner of the company, who's been on my podcast before. This is the first time they've sponsored it, and I should not be saying this, but... They shouldn't be sponsoring it. In fact, I should be paying them for the privilege to talk about the clothing that they've given me for a long time, and they're the only reason that I look remotely presentable at any event where I'm outside. Um, a whole bunch of stuff. The podcast is happening. That's it. That's the whole intro. Let's get to it. Pointless podcast with Mr. Ari That was just – I turned into a yawn. Sorry. This podcast should be America. 110% fucking blood red America. The NEAA. Everybody slaying vagina. Cyborg Jesus. Jesus America. Shall we? Professional as fuck. The graphic is up. What's professional as fuck? This whole thing. Oh God, do you think this is professional? I mean, in how are you recording like, yours? Two mics on a Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, wherever. I go to Inside park, a duffel bag. Wherever. In the champagne room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I have something I should do, go to the champagne room with a stripper and be like, hey, can I talk to you about a podcast? It seems like the right place to do it. Yeah, just I want the sound of your flesh writhing yeah. against this microphone on my chest. Yeah. And I'll just go ahead and mic one here as well. I want to get that knee mic as it's placed right in there. Yeah. Get one of those <laughs> things. <laughs> you know? Does it sound like a slide whistle when you get erect? Oh, <laughs> always, yeah. That's just a Jewish thing. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I'm missing out. What do you guys get? I thought Nothing? organized religion was a sham. I get I get clipped as well, but I don't get anything for it. Oh fuck! I didn't uh, have the I didn't have a mitzvah. Yeah. I had nothing. <laughs> bar mitzvah. I didn't have that. Was it bar or bot or did you? Bars for the boys and bot for the girls. I didn't get either. Oh, it sucks, man. Yeah. I'm sorry for you. I, yeah, I got like a bunch of money too. Fuck. Are you still? You're not doing the religion thing no, anymore, I don't do any though, of right? That shit. Yeah. Uh -uh. When did you stop doing that? In college, my first year of college, I was like, eh, I think I'm done. That feels a little late in the game. Oh, yeah, but I was Orthodox Jewish. I was real religious. I went to Israel for a couple of years, and then I went to, and then I went to uh, college, and I was like, I'm, I'm out, I'm out. What, what made you finally tap out? I just didn't believe. I really thought yeah. about it for the first time, and I was like, oh, this isn't in me. I've just been doing it because I've been supposed to. Was it to make parents happy or to make community happy? It's just because that's what just, you're supposed to do. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I don't, like, whatever you do as a kid, like make your bed. Like, it's not for any reason. You're just told to, and then you do. And then when you get, become an adult, like, wait, I don't want to. Right. Like, this is not a part of me. 
I want to make my fucking bed. No part of me comes home going, oh, I wish my bed was made. So then you just stop doing it. That was dumb. I could have saved myself a lot of hours there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you recoil from it when you jettisoned religion? Like, did you like immediately get temporary tattoos and chain no. wallets? And <laughs> start... That's what your non-religion is. That, I, don't know, is that, I don't know what it is. Just start licking pork. I don't know what you do. <laughs> yeah, I, I ate Taco Bell instantly. I got nauseous of it, and I don't know if it's because of guilt or Taco or the fact Bell. that it was Taco Bell. Yeah, that it's yeah. ground assholes yeah. in a crunchy shell. <laughs> I still don't know. Yeah, Swartzies have a bit about it. He goes, what, "What kind of meat is in this for thirty-nine cents?" <laughs> Like what? This like is... I get it's economy of scale. You're buying at bulk, but what animal can yeah. you possibly buy at bulk and ground up and have it yeah. be thirty nine? Also, cents. lettuce and tomatoes. Other things <laughs> because a tomato costs like a buck. Like what do you mean? Right. And do you really need the Baja to blast into your mouth? Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is that what's what flavor is that even? Yeah. So yeah, I just kind of stopped doing it all, and then and then just I don't know, lived sort of normal. To the dismay of your folks. Oh, or... they hated it. They really? hated it. My do they dad still? Especially. Nah, they're okay with it now. Okay. Yeah, they don't care. So I mean, time heals all wounds. See, I remember sitting my mom down. I think I was I was seven or eight years old, and I asked her oh. if I could have a chat with her in the kitchen. Oh. And we sat down, and I told her that I didn't believe in Santa Claus. Really? But I guess I buried the lead. I was like, well, yeah, I knew Santa wasn't real because I was snooping through her closet like a year before, and I found presents in November that said like to Kevin from Santa. Oh. And I was like, ah, but I didn't let on. I didn't right. want to ruin it for her. Uh, and then I sat down Such a burden about a year later. It was my cross. Yeah, I carried it. Yeah. But I buried the lead because in the same sentence of, like, I don't believe in Santa, you know, ellipses. Oh, by the way, I also don't believe in Jesus. Oh, you said that? Yeah, I let him know. And they still made me go through the motions for, like, another year or two to appease my grandmother. But knowing that I didn't believe in it's it. And then the finally they were like, oh, go ahead. It's fine. Fuck it's it. always about the grandparents. My friend right. uh, got married, Steve, and he got married to his wife. And they had to do that pre-cana. That Catholic thing where you got to go talk to a priest. Oh, is that where you talk to – like he yeah. mentors you and guides you and figures out if it yeah, should be Yeah, I'm like, why are you doing that? He's like, oh, grandparents. I'm like, no, that's bullshit, man, because your parents don't care, and then your kids are going to do it for your parents, and their kids are going to do it, and nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. And, then, and isn't the wedding – isn't it – I guess it's never supposed to be about you, right? The wedding you only throw for your parents and grandparents and your yeah, entire exactly. family. Otherwise, you'd be just leave. Just have a nice party. <sighs> Weddings should just be parties. You Thank shouldn't you. get linens on the tables. Anytime you want to party, it's never that. It's like, oh, hey, you take the fucking iPod. You handle that for the night. Yeah. And, and you don't care about the booze. color of the napkins. You just Not want to make sure there's something so people don't have to wipe with their sleeves. Why That's is it about a ball? It. Exactly. Let's get drunk with our friends. Oh, Margaret and Sam got together. Fuck yeah. Let's our wedding's going to be amazing. Yeah. Is that what we're negotiating right, me right now? Yeah, I thought yeah. that's what – because we're so in lockstep. Yeah. Small beach wedding, private, <laughs> lots of ecstasy. We're good, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, honestly, a bonfire at a, at a fucking beach wedding would be great. I think we're – I mean, I don't know if this ends in sex. But yeah. I know that this conversation ends with delight <laughs> because I've been told to sit down and chat with you for ages now. People have been tweeting me. I've been following you yeah, for I've a while. And, and to have the rundown – like I took – the notes are – everything. it says – Mushroom slash salvia, TSA hate, <laughs> fighting women, great aim, and introversion. The thing is... I feel like I'm putting myself into a notepad, which I love. <laughs> people end up asking shit that they've already heard about. Like, oh, talk to him about this because he's already talked about this. Where it's like, yeah, man, you got it. You got the story. No, no, give him the classics, though. We want you to jam on the classics. <laughs> yeah. I do like... Is there a... Is there a, a what is it? The Mushroom Fest that we're doing? The Shroom Sil Fest. Shroom Fest. Is this, that coming up? Yeah, this year is July 16th through the 18th. Are you going to participate? Do you do mushrooms? I didn't know it was a thing. I, I, I like to say that I do, but the yeah. last... No, no. Okay, so I've had the greatest day slash night of my life on them. Hell yes. And then I had three of the worst, most torturous nights of my life on them. Yeah. But I now have enough perspective to know that I cannot blame the fungi. That what was, was not it? its what fault. Was it? it was me. It was, it was either I was taking it to escape 
Like uh-huh. it was my release because I was so stressed or depressed or whatever. And so I'm going to get together with these guys. And we're going to do a bunch of mushrooms. And that's going to be the thing, which was for me probably not the right reason to do them. To be doing a mouthful of shrooms. Yeah. yeah. And then another time, uh, thought I was made of water and was flopping around on the floor, <laughs> knocking things over. And then didn't know how to break it to my friends that the, uh, the world outside of the loft that we were in ceased to exist. Oh. So I was just crying a lot, like a lot. Yeah, and see, in their infinite wisdom, they're like, oh, he's sad. Here, give him ecstasy. He'll feel better. So it was like 6 a.m. I'm mashing. I have no serotonin left. Uh, I'm uh, depressed. I'm confused. Yeah. I'm forgetting sentences as I'm saying them. And I said, I should probably be, be kinder to my brain for a few years. <laughs> so I took him off. Yeah. My last time I took my friend, we made him do it. And he had never smoked weed. And I had this plan in my head. I'm like, I want you to be the first guy to do mushrooms before weed. And so every time people would offer him weed at the comedy store, he'd look at me. I'd go, no. And then he'd be like, I can't. My dad says no. <laughs> yeah, but we finally Wait, got on mushrooms. Did you finally have his mushrooms? Yeah, yeah. we got it. He had a bad time for no. a while. He started thinking about death uh, and then yeah. spiraled. But here's the deal with bad trips. That lasted for an hour. Yeah. And the next four hours was just laughing like crazy. Like it's bad trips aren't bad. Yeah, that hour though can be real torture. Yeah, that hour no can feel like a fucking end. lifetime. Like salvia, it's only five minutes unless yeah. you live a lifetime on it. Yeah. Then yes, it was only five minutes to the rest of the world. Yeah, but it's like memento, where it's like <laughs> I was stuck here for a long time. Or that uh, uh, Stephen King book, The Jaunt. You ever read that? The no. short story. It's about like a transporter. You ever read it? Oh, he's he's struggling with words. Oh, that's okay. He's gonna get through it though. He's <laughs> he's up to three syllable ones now. It's about a transporter, but they were the, whoever did research on it found out that everyone who transported went crazy, and they couldn't figure out why. So then they figured out they had to put people to sleep before they did the transport. Otherwise, because you live like a lifetime in there, right? And so this kid, like was, a cryo sleep sort of thing. Yeah, or, exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And so this one kid was like, "Let me see what it's like," and uh, and he he like held his breath during the anesthetic, and then he came out with like gray hair, and he's always like gouge his eyes out and he goes longer than you think dad it's longer than you think That's yeah terrible. he's in there for like a million years sounds terrible yeah 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 have you have you had di- you've had dilation of time on salvia right yeah yeah i lived like months and months and months maybe with, i say between like four months and two years in mm. some like underwater world like you had gills or you were like a fish or you were able to I breathe underwater me, but i was breathing underwater i wasn't a fish but i could swim like a fish for sure but we had a community you know, I had chores to do. I dated people, like multiple people. Um, yeah, people would be like, I lived a lifetime. And it's like you think you have flashes of memories. And you're like, no, I have the drudgery. Like I had responsibility. Oh, yeah, exactly. It wasn't just like a couple of cool things. Yeah. yeah, it was like, you know, sometimes we're good. Sometimes we're bad. New life, only breathing water. It was a Red Band's house. Yeah, I've done it twice at his house. Once was just whatever. Every now and then the, the, down. the community would gather around the treasure chest to watch it open and a bubble came out. So that thing was our skeleton next to an old pirate's chest. Yeah, yeah there was seaweed everywhere. Exactly. Like, what's in? The- oh, nothing again. Okay. Had a bubbles. friend. Had a friend do it after because I've had six journeys with it, yeah. and I won't have a seventh because they, they were so good. They were mm. so good that I have to leave it on. Such really, a people great don't talk note. about salvia that way. Oh, I loved people it. People shit on it most I lo- of the time. Oh, I loved it. It was phenomenal for me because it was the you, once you get past oh. that that contact, I'm okay to go shaky chair yeah. moment, and then you just go. Yeah. Whether that's you being deconstructed to a single molecule or being spat out of your own brain, yeah. if you can get over that, yeah, I love the experience on that other side. Shane Moss just told me this because that anxiety you're getting as mushrooms hit or a salvia hit, it goes that's separate from the actual trip. Right. So. Try not to take that into the trip with you. Be like, oh, that was just me fucking blasting off. And cool. Now I'm blast off, so no anxiety now. Now let's just enjoy right. this. Now the bubble guts that I have or the am yeah. I going to vomit or what? Oh, yeah, I don't it's know. like, right, the vomit's a separate thing. Yep. 
Yeah. Yep. Leave it behind. Yep. But it's hard to leave it behind. And you, that's when you have the bad yeah. trips when you take it with you. Well, that's why when I sit with people like through Salvia, because now I'll just I'll 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 give it Shaman to them it. and I will try to walk them through it. Set it's set and setting, right? Yeah. Right soundtrack, yeah. right lighting, right uh -huh. everything. <laughs> and always there's always that moment of moment of panic as you can feel like their neck is being pulled into the couch. That's too much. I think it's too that? much. And I'm just like, hey, you're loved, you're safe. Like that's that's all you need for the rest of the next five minutes. Yeah. Although I did have a buddy that went catatonic and came back about six minutes later. And all, he like he was he was there. He was still holding the pipe and the lighter, still holding it like, like rigor right And then yeah. he went, "Nope." Really? And then put it down and walked away. And it took us weeks to get the story out of him. What was it? He lived a life. Yeah. He said he was thirty something uh, during what he felt was the Dust Bowl. He had a farm. Oh. He had crops. He had a wife and two kids. He lost one of his children. Oh my god! Over the course, it had to bury this son that he had and then had to live through the fact that his crops weren't growing and his wife was desperate and they were crying and starving. And he said it was about two or three years in his estimation. Wow. I was like, okay, not for you. Not for you. You should stick to he methamphetamine. Goes, nope. He came back and that was the only thing he said was, nope. Oh. And put it down and walked away. And I went, all right. Sorry, Mark. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I remember having trouble coming. But once I came back, I was like, wait, what's this place now? Right. Like I was gone for so long that it was oh. like, what, where, where, where am I? How many times? Who, who are you? Twice, but only once, like, heavy like that. Yeah. Because I got right to the brink, and it wasn't quite enough, but it was still, like, I was on the borderline, like, my head's ringing, and I'm barely there. And my friend's like, do a fucking real hit. And so <laughs> then I took the way bigger hit, but I was already right there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. You're already scratching at the finish line. He's like, here you go. Just vault over it. Yeah, man. Holy what, what hell. strength did you take? Uh, it's uh, 60 x 640 or yeah. 60. But it's, you know, I've done 20. I've done 80 yeah. or whatever. It's... It's really about the the brand. It's about the type oh, really? that you have. Yeah, I stockpiled a bunch of it once I found the one that worked for me. Just so. felt dirty afterwards. I never understood what dirty drugs were until I smoked that. I'm like, yeah, I feel like worn out and kind of gross. Yeah, you're able to live your life an hour or two after, but you're a little upset about it. Yeah. Yeah. I need a shower. Yeah. You, you can pumice yourself. <laughs> like your blood <laughs> yeah. can be coming out of your pores, <laughs> but you're not clean enough. I've never met somebody who's done salvia that much. I love it. That's funny. I love, well, loved it. I'm done with it. But yeah. so, so the mushrooms I did recently in Solvang and had a great time. Oh, great. Because I took, I took it very easy. I was in the right headspace. So I, again, I don't blame the psilocybin, but I love your primer. I love your FAQ for everyone because it's written like drug education is so fucked up in this they country. They don't get much of it. That, no, and what they do tell you is like you look at it, you're going to die. Yeah. Your teeth are going to fall out. You're going to die. Or they, they, they misspeak a lot. Like, like, like the, remember the bath salts thing? And you're like, uh, wait, what was that? And then you realize later like, no, that was a lie. It wasn't bath salts. Or they say like this guy was on, this guy was on weed and he beat up somebody. I'm like he was on weed and coke. Right. You're, you're, you're telling it wrong. You're telling people, giving people the wrong impression. Yeah, I just want to give people the exact right. Like here's what, everything you'd have to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took me like weeks to write that thing. Oh, it's fantastic, though. It's Thanks. like the best primer ever. Yeah. They, people, you can, they can go to your site right now and check it out. It's everything from what orange juice to have handy and why. Everything. To, it's, it's everything you'd want to know. Yeah, so, if you're scared about your mushroom trip. So this, just Google Shroomfest primer. Yeah, so Shroomfest. What, what, when did that start? How did that come about? Okay, so a bunch of my friends wanted to do uh, mushrooms. And, and, uh, and my friend Perfect ben, excuse to yeah. start Shroomfest. <laughs> well, usually we have a July 5th party at my friend Benji's grandmother's house in Malibu. She just lets us have it. We do it the day after when no no traffic, you know. Right. And then we're like, let's do mushrooms. We did it before, and we're like, let's get a bunch of people and do mushrooms there. Not for July fifth, just some other time. And then some other people were like, I want to come. And we're like, all right, got bigger and bigger. And then we we're like, somebody was like, I can't come that day. I'm like, well, do mushrooms in our honor wherever you're gonna be. It's like okay. And then I just started tweeting about it to comics, and other people were like, I want to join too. And I was like, all right. And then like, let's pick a day. And I picked a day in like. May and all these kids were like, "What do you mean we have finals like next week?" And I was like, "Well, let's responsible drug use, absolutely. Let's move it to the summer." 
And so we just moved to the summertime. And then my friend came up with an idea of like, you should do it like just Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Monday for in case comics have to work, you know? <laughs> right. So any of those three days, you can do it. You can find a time in those three days. If you've got a wedding on Sunday, then wait till Monday. And so, you know? so the idea is celebrate it on your own, on have your, your own. own satellite shroom fest. Like Christmas and St. Patrick's Day, wherever <laughs> you are is where it is. It's the new Christmas. My friend, we did it once on the first one, and he goes, I'm done saying Merry Christmas. I'm only saying uh, Happy Merry, Merry Shroom Merry Fest. Shroom Fest. Shroom Fest. Yeah, yeah. That's the best way. Yeah. And so now we move it around to the summer month, the summer weekend, the summer Saturday, Sunday, Monday, with the most amount of moonlight. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, wherever. If there's a well, full moon on the Sunday. Now, are you going all day with this journey? Or nah, you... sometimes just once. Sometimes it's like all three days, sometimes twice. Yeah, lat two years ago, I went to Joshua Tree, and we just did mushrooms for three straight days. Oh. But I'm assuming you want that you want that blast of moonlight so the trip can extend into the eve. Oh yeah, yeah. What yeah. we like doing, my friends and I like doing, is walking around. Uh, we go Joshua Tree and we just hike on the on the on the boulders and stuff. And oh. In the moonlight, you can get shadows of yourself. I mean, you can fully see. Amazing. Yeah, nothing's out there. Oh, I mean, there's not even any predators in the summer. It's all like everything's dead there. You're the predator. You're yeah, fucking exactly. high on shrooms, crawling through rocks. Yeah. You're gonna snap an iguana in half. Those <laughs> yeah, exist there are there. some lizards. You're just for sure, some lizards. Go for it. <laughs> just suck it out. But the one thing now, the, the guy so they took off. The people do it everywhere, like all over the world. I love it. Ireland. I love it. Are they Mexico. treating you photos, or at least attempting to? Okay. In the beginning, the first year, I was like, let's make a community about it, post videos and photos, and then I realized later, I was like, no, no one wants to do yeah. that. On let's all incriminate ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Well, also, you don't want to take time off from right. a mushroom trip to have to fucking get your also, phone like, out. Also, I could get the phone out, but the icons are going to be melting over the uh -huh. sides of my phone and swimming around, and then I'm lost. Then I'm lost. And phones are the worst thing to have when you're on mushrooms. Worse. Although I do it's connection to everything. Just I get was away. told not to look at my face in the mirror. Yeah, and that was my. I had like oh, I like doing that. That was my favorite thing to do. Yeah. I had like minutes of like pretending I was moving and massaging my melting face at one point. Really? Yeah. So I can only imagine doing like the face swap app or masquerade and oh. changing your face while yeah. on mushrooms. You might not come back from that. Yeah. You might implode. I don't like, I think you don't get lost. Sometimes you're like, I don't know if I'm tripping, and then you stare at like a brick wall like that. You're like, oh, here it is. But yeah. you have to like concentrate on nothingness for a while or right. on a site. And when you're on your phone, you just don't let yourself go. The first time I did it, I was watching, my friend gave him to me, and we were watching MTV in a, condo, in a comedy condo somewhere. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm not really feeling it. He went out to the beach, and he was like, this is amazing. You guys got to come. And I'm like, nah. But then I went. To the bathroom and looked at myself in the mirror, and then my face just got old. I aged like seventy years. Whoa! And I was like, whoa! But I didn't feel bad. I knew it wasn't going to last like that. But I was right. like, wow, wrinkles and everything. That's so interesting. That like the the sugar rush of MTV or like the the, the just beat the, it down. The jangly keys of a smartphone are like, eh, no, your brain's not yeah. interested in that. But you feed it something like your own face, yeah, and it goes you to can fucking stare town. If you can stare, yeah. I will say, if you turn it on airplane mode and just like leave it for for like music, maybe, but. Too much of a risk. Get rid of that phone. You're not going to need it for anything. And people go, like, what if I'm lost and I'm out? I'm like, that's part of the adventure. That's the you're journey. Walking. Yeah. No matter what, whether you're looking for a lighter or your own wallet or the one that's yeah. going, you're going to spend the rest of your life with. That's by the part way, of the journey. Yeah. You're going to be lost two blocks away from where you live or staying. Right. So it's like, you're going to be fine. Right. And it's going to wear off in about six to eight hours. Yeah. So you can survive for six to eight hours. Yeah. You'll be, you <laughs> will be fine. You might be a little parched. Dude, There's going to be a big gulp in your future. I was Relax. in Ottawa. I came across a boat and I was, I was like, I'm going to lie in this boat for a while in a canal. And I just did. It's like you'll find stuff. You don't need to find. Getting lost is the way to have the adventure. Yeah. Did you say like the, the well? You a lot of people say the universe will gift you what you need in those moments. The universe will protect I, you. Did you write something? I remember something about like you were at UFC and you were tripping on mushrooms and you were cold yeah. and someone shot a T-shirt at you out of a T-shirt yeah. can. Yeah, that, that was true? acid. That was acid. Oh, that was acid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I caught a fucking Frankie Edgar T-shirt. It was so disgusting and ugly. It was like some affliction shirt. It was so awful, but it went right to me. And I, I was like telling him, and I was way up. I was like, I yeah. want that shirt. 
and he fucking fired one right at me. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Thank it you, Universe. Great. What a message. Thank you, Universe. I was at uh, Governor's Ball in, in uh, New York, and me and my girl were like super cold on way too much Molly. And just like lying there, and we yeah. saw this pile of Governor's Ball shirts, and we just kept staring at it. And I went over there. I was like, is this anybody's? And the people were like, no, it's been there for like an hour. And I'm like, oh, I'm taking like four. And then they all just disappeared. Everyone put them on. So I have all these like triple extra large Governor Ball shirts. <laughs> oh, the universe will provide. You will be fine. You will. Yes. The universe will make you whole or you'll find a way to make yourself whole within it. Yeah. You, that's, that's what I try to tell people too. Like you will, you'll have fear. Like maybe my heart will stop. That's the drug fucking with you. Those things aren't real. Remember when you're sober, you never had this thought. You will be fine. Yeah. So just calm down. I love it. Now, the, the part of the guide that I hate, though, if yeah. I may. Yeah, sure. I'm, it's an open guide. Because it's, it's talk to your dirtiest friend. Yeah. I don't hate it because it's not true. Okay, yeah. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. But I can't stand that in this day and age. Like, literally, I'm like, you know what? Mushrooms sound great. I'd like to experiment with a little microdosing. Or maybe I'll just do a stem and a cap this weekend. And you can't just find weekend, it? And you can't just fucking get it. It's the worst. When you need it right now, you can't find it. No. But they go great in freezer. Yeah. I've taken them when they've been in a freezer for over a year. So it's like, and they hit real hard. So just when you have a chance to get them, get plenty. I, just, I fucking hate because I'm, I'm a little OCD about a lot of things. Yeah. And I'm the I'm the scour arrow it and find out the like the half life of a thing and what the chemical yeah. composition is before I put it in my body. I'm like oh, really? that. I'm I'm a little okay. nerdy about it. That's I want to be safe. Yeah. I'm the dance yeah, safe. That's what you're a little nerdy about. <laughs> a little nerdy yeah. about everything. Yeah. Yes, clear. <laughs> um, but you know, dance safe, testing pills. Like I want to know what's sure. happening. I'm okay to experiment, but I. I want to experiment. Oh, yeah. If I get 10 hits of acid, I'm giving two hits to my friend. Like, let me have, <laughs> let me know how that was. It, right? yeah. <laughs> and so it just it, it still blows my mind that we can have this discussion. We can talk about how to properly do it, the benefits of it, the, the downfall, everything. And yet to go get it today yeah. might be difficult, probably easier for you than for me. But like to It'd go get it today would be a little bit difficult. And you would still not know what the potency is, what the type is exactly uh -uh. in uh -uh. most cases. Yeah, no. That's also some of the fun of it. But you're right. You should be able to know. If you go to a dispensary, you are like, I want a sativa. Right. And they'll just give you one. Right. And now you can say, oh, here's the percentage of cannabinoids that I want. Yeah, like, exactly. Like for pain med or whatever. Yeah, but they don't have that for mushrooms. I will say this, though, by the way. Right now, this will come out in the next week or two. Right yeah. now, L.A. is rife with mushrooms. Is it hot for They're now? everywhere right now. I haven't played Drug Wars on my TA85 oh. calculator in a while. I didn't know what the going rate I, I, is. I see them constantly. Yeah? People are like, oh, I just got some. I just got... They're everywhere. So if, you're looking, if you've ever wanted to look, now's the time to put out the feelers. Okay. Don't just ask one guy. And ask it's like good. 20 people. Yeah, they're always good. Okay. Everybody goes, the mushrooms I get are really good. And I want to tell them like, no, no, man. Mushrooms are really good. <laughs> That's like saying the blowjobs I get are really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, but some will teeth you a little too much. Like, aren't isn't some psilocybin like not as good as the other? Like, aren't different there some, kinds. Yeah, like these penis envy kind that my friend grows because uh, they look like dicks. Sure, um, they're way more like uh, introspective than than uh, a hallucinogenic. Hallucinogenic. So there's less like visuals, but more like wow, everything's beautiful. I gotta call my mom more often. Wow. Okay. See, so they can provide different experiences. Oh, for sure. So that's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to know what I'm getting. Yeah, me the too. Sativa or indica argument. Me too. Know? And I don't do them enough to know like. Like when I found out Maui Wowie was really good as a, as a strain, I yeah. remember having it. Then I had it again. And I was like, wait, what is this? This this did the same thing as last time. And then I was like, oh, Maui Wowie. And then I went in and I was like, hey, do you guys have Maui Wowie? And I just learned. I loved it. With mushrooms, you don't get them enough. And there's no labeling on it. Right. Yeah, I wish there was. You're right. That we would be way better. We need some designer shrooms. Where is it? Let's, let's yeah, go. Liberty Dye them blue. Caps. What the fuck's going on? Yeah. When, when was your first, uh, how did you first get into it? I mean, you said your buddy gave it to you or you're watching buddy gave TV, it to me. Was, you must have had a curiosity about it. No, he just had him. I was like, okay. And then, uh, and then my, but it was just like, was a, this in college? A cap and a stem. No, it was, it was first couple years of comedy. 
Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, my friends in college went to Disney, Disney Florida, and they uh, and they took them um, and walked around, which that seems like a lot, but I don't know if I could handle that. Everybody says they can't handle it, but then you can. I don't know if I could. I really don't. I'm not. Really? Say, I'm not saying it flippantly. Like I, yeah, I, I, I would probably freak out in line for the Indiana Jones ride. The only thing I don't want to ever do on mushrooms is ruin somebody else's time. So I feel bad about that. So if, if I see a bunch of kids having, I don't want to like scream and be like, oh, there's this drug addict. I, I get too conscious about that. Yeah. But at music festivals, it's like, yeah, I'm on drugs. Who cares? <laughs> right. You know? You're on drugs too. Yeah, Stop exactly. it. Don't judge me. Exactly. Just because just you snorted yours and I ate mine on some pizza doesn't mean you have the right yeah, to fucking yeah. cast to throw stones. <laughs> yeah. Were you ever concerned at any point that experimenting with substances or being so open about it, having such candid discussions that that might come back to harm your career or no. haunt you in other ways? No, well, it helped to like really not have a career for a long time. <laughs> so that helped, it really helped me get honest because it was like, what's going what's gonna to hold me back? I'm already back. I'm already back. Like, I chose obscurity on purpose yeah. so that I could live the lifestyle that I wanted. It was the same shit with those Amazing Racist videos. People are like, is this going to hold you back or are you Peter afraid of touching? I'm like, oh look, I'm a f I've made nine grand last year. Like, what do you mean? Those what am I going to lose? were fucking choice, Yeah, man. they were great at the Absolute time, right? Absolute choice. Yeah. Was, there a was there a blend of that that was, that was staged or was it all real all staged okay very little real really but it was okay. early days and the guy danny danny uh wolf it was like he was in like fake reality at the time oh it was fantastic yeah man. And it was like i know how to make this look fucking sweet there were a couple moments like even in the one where you were you going when you go in that liquor store with the cross yeah. and you're asking for lighters yeah. that one i was like that guy no that that's i felt that felt <laughs> staged but like now looking back on it it does like at yeah. the time i was like holy fucking it shit. was also early viral video way early way um, early. You and got people in. were like wait what the fuck is this yeah, people couldn't wrap their heads around yeah. it. But then there's like the guy afterwards who's shouting at you while you're driving and you're asking where like the nearest. That felt real to me. It was all staged. That guy was real. Okay, because that guy when felt I was wearing a clan real. outfit. He yeah. Goes, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he smashed the windshield. Yeah, yeah he broke the windshield. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, that one felt real fucking real. Because <laughs> yeah. you hear your voice, like I think you say, just drive. Just. just it was drive. the it was just Danny drive. in the back oh, seat. Oh, that was him. He was crashed down in the back. He was drive, 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 drive. drive and drive. I was like, I had to reverse. We saw him. We backed up, and I was like, oh, and I panicked. I'm like, how do I? I have to shift it. It's not oh, my car. Oh God. Man, that was a fun day. I was so <laughs> nervous for all those. I was so nervous. Those were great. Yeah. Were I mean, most of it was coming up with the idea of like, let's not do something a little racist. Let's go Let's just super go bad. there with it. Yeah. 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 Or in the restaurant yelling at the workers and yeah. siesta. I mean, it was, yeah. Slice right. of time, man. Yeah. So where were you in your career at that point? You said like you didn't have one. Yeah. Five, six, seven years in maybe. I'm trying to think when it was. Um, when did you flip the switch on, okay, I'm going to be a comedian. This is going to be my path. I left right away. I left yeah. University of Maryland, graduated. My friend was like, I didn't get a good job. Degree in what? English. Okay. You know, the, the universal blood donor yeah. degree. I'll figure this out later. I'm going to piss into a cup or probably come into one and let people run science experiments on it. Yeah. yeah. It's the getting engaged. It's like, I don't have to get married yet. It's, I bought myself some time. <laughs> it's a soft commitment to a career. Uh -huh. We don't know what yet. I can be a judge. I can be a writer. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. So, uh, yeah, and I couldn't find a good job, a good creative type job. And he was like, come on, let's go to L.A., let's go to L.A. And I was like, yeah, all right, fine. I had this pipe dream in my head of doing stand-up, mm -hmm. but I took some screenwriting classes, so I was like, maybe I'll do that too. What was the pipe dream predicated on, just watching stand-up videos and going to I shows? I always or... thought it was super funny. Yeah. And, then, um, and then one time, I did it once. Just I didn't tell anybody. I just did it with a three-piece suit, did it like a, some open mic in, in Northern Virginia. And um, I liked it. And then a couple years passed, and I was like, but in my head, I was like, maybe I'll do that. I mean, I don't know. At least give it a shot. I didn't think I would succeed, but I thought it would be fun to try. So you packed up, came packed on up, out? went to California. I was like, I can get a fucking administrative assistant job in L.A. rather than... And I just did a lot of temp work. Really? While I was at night doing stand-up. Amazing. I loved it. Instantly loved it. Yeah. 
I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Good feedback from the open mic on, like enough, enough. I was one of the better open micers, yeah. but I mean that's terrible. It's like Stan Hope's joke, being the hottest Denny's waitress. Um, it was like really bad, but also knowing that I'm a little more sane than a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've ever been to an open mic at one of those bars. It's I, like, yeah, yeah. You get, I mean, for real, crazy people. Yeah, semi homeless and. I must interrupt the hilariousness and or very serious talking that was just happening. I was paying attention. Were you? Were you drifting out? What are you doing right now? Are you in the middle of a set? You stuck on a freeway somewhere? You in a steel cage? Punching the wheel? Nice and pissy? Well, good. Let me tell you about some friends. These guys put a smile on my face, and they also put shirts and pants on my person, so I owe them double thanks. Today's episode of the Pointless Podcast is brought to you by the 5-4 Club. Now, I'm going to keep this quick. But unlike most sponsor reads, I'm going to keep it authentic because I fucking love 5-4. I'm literally wearing them right now. It has nothing to do with this podcast. It just has everything to do with their amazing apparel. Shirts, pants. For a while, they did shoes. I hope they bring back the shoes because I like those shoes. They were little slip-ons. They were comfy. They were cool, neat designs. Get compliments on them all the time. But here's the thing about 5-4. You could go to one of their stores, sure, and you can spend $60 on a shirt or $120 on a nice pair of jeans, which don't freak out. Okay, a nice pair of jeans that you can wear all the time that's actually rugged, that looks cool and stylish, that's a great price. But here's where they get you. They're doing that monthly delivery service thing, all right? I know everyone's doing it. They've been doing it for a long while. They were actually one of the very first clothing companies to get on this. I don't know if they were the first, but they were very soon to it. I mean, I was still on attack of the show when they launched this thing. It's called uh, the 5-4 Club, and here's how it works. $60 a month. 60 6 0 having trolls with my microphone 60 bucks a month and you will get exclusive gear that is hand-picked it's tailored to your tastes so when you go on the site you tell them what kind of guy you are what kind of clothing you like to wear and they will make sure that each month you get hundreds of dollars worth of clothing for just 60 bucks because they get to i mean look they save a bunch of money just sending it to you directly as long as you're paying the math works out they're not going out of business but you're still getting a deal and you will get whatever the fuck you want. You know, I wear 5-4 hoodies all the time. I love their t-shirts. Um, they have great button-ups, like really classic button-ups you can put inside of jeans. Um, the sign-up process is as simple as can be. Like I said, you go up there, you sign up, you choose. Do you want classic, casual, forward? Hmm? Lean into that one. You can get a mix of stuff. It's free shipping. It's just 60 bucks. That's it. It shows up. You don't have to think about it. And they'd like to add things to it so that, okay, by month three, you're now getting items that also work with what you got in months one and two. It's not just a completely random stuffing of things into a box that shows up for you to put in your closet. Check it out. Look, I mean, look, clothing company, monthly service. You might have heard that before, but if you haven't worn 5-4, then you don't know what you're missing. And that is me screaming that as authentically as possible because my closet is filled with their gear. I love it. It fits well. It looks good. And it's simple. You don't have to overthink it. They do the thinking for you. You just put it on your dangly parts. Whatever parts dangle. 54club.com. Head on over there and use the promo code Kevin at sign up. That's 54club.com. All spelled out. F I V E F O U R club.com. Promo code Kevin. And you will get 50% off your first package. So hundreds of dollars worth of clothing for, let me do some basic math. $30. 
54club.com, promo code Kevin, sign up. You build your wardrobe, diversify your look. They got jackets, jeans when it gets colder, or shorts and button-ups when you need them. They match it to the season depending upon where you're wearing it. You get free size exchanges, free delivery. Listen, it's supposed to be a 60-second read, and I've gone on for minutes, and that is because I truly, truly love their stuff. So go check it out. See if you like it. I think you will. Sign on up. You really have nothing to lose. It's 30 bucks. You're going to get hundreds of dollars worth of stuff. 54club.com, all spelled out. Use the promo code Kevin. And get your fits. Is that what someone says? Does anybody say get your fits? Oh, you're going to get your fits. Mm-hmm. Get it. Get, 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 get your fits. One of my favorite subreddits is Cringe. I don't uh -huh. know if you're a, a big Redditor. Cringe what? Humor? Yeah, it's well, it's, yeah, the subreddit's called Cringe, okay. and it's filled with like videos that make you little. It uh, just yeah. makes you cringe really up. Bad and there's, bombs. there's a lot of there's a lot of open mics. I mean, there's a lot of weird like public freakout stuff, but there's a lot of open mics with uh -huh. the guy who's on stage convinced that he's the funniest guy with, amongst mm -hmm. his friends, and he's yeah. there, a couple wine coolers <laughs> into the night. His Tommy Bahama shirt and his hat, and he's ready to crush this Vegas club. And those always okay. – uh, it's why I haven't attempted it. I can't I – can't Because of that. Oh, yeah. We used to have it at the comedy store when we ran it. It was open mic night, and we'd always get these, like, real, like, super confident people. Like, I'm going to rock this shit. And it's like, how many times have you done it? It's like, I've never done it. I'm about to take this world by storm. We're like, okay. And it was three minutes. We told everybody where the light was, and we just wouldn't light those people. We were just no. like, keep going. No. Yeah, just I just let them start sweating and sweating and sweating. <laughs> and they'd be like, is the light? We're just like, keep roll it, roll it. Got yeah, it. and just watch him go down in flames. Man, oh, it was fun. No. Yeah. <laughs> I remember so that guy now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it was like, how dare you be confident? <laughs> when we all, none of us know what we're doing. How dare you have a dream? Would they even start, would they burn bright? Would they actually have a couple good seconds in them? Or was nah, it, nah, just right no, from the onset? Nothing you do at the beginning is going to be good. You're always bad at everything when you start. That's a part, that's part of it. That's part of it, which sucks so bad. So yeah. bad. It's why. Do you like trying new things and like taking up new Foods hobbies? And shit. And yeah. No, but like I always wanted to be a. Black well, no one's belt. bad at food, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. I try that. I wanted to be a black belt in karate. Yeah. And I was like, well, how long is it? does it take? More than a month? Because then I'm not interested. So then I just never took karate. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, fucking eight years. Fuck that shit. Oh like, man, I totally could have been one by now. I've been saying that since high school. Bargaining with the sensei at the mall. Like, yeah. listen, just how much is it going to cost though in one month? I can do this in a month, right? I need that matrix training. Yeah, or they you just need plug you tank, in. Tank, I need a patch. Now you yeah. can fly an Apache. Yes, quickly. That's what needs to happen. Patch. Yeah. Are you are you afraid of this wetware future that we're heading towards, where you know oh. humans and robots are going to be one? You're going to opt for upgrades in your brain, and you're going to be able to, you know, no, fuck with be, your consciousness. It'll be pretty interesting. I have a girlfriend who's learning Spanish on her iPhone. They give you games, you know, so it's yeah. not just straight like. And it's like if you match the word, you get a bing, 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 and so it's like rewards you. And she's like, knows it okay now. It's been like a few months, like maybe six, seven months, and she's like, gets by. So like that shit's not bad, but that's just a version of that, you know? Sure. Not having it fully attached to you, but like, I don't fear the future. You're not going to trust, or you, you will trust like a, a grain of rice implanted into the center of your brain to give you virtual reality? Or... Yeah, I'm not going to be the first one in, but <laughs> right. yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just got laser <laughs> Like your friends with the LSD? You're like, yeah, here's two. Yeah, yeah. yeah you tell me, me how that brain implants. Let me know, absolutely. <laughs> so and you the... just got LASIK? Uh-huh. And everyone's like, oh, are you going to go blind? I'm like, no, that's not what the research supports. Yeah. It's early, early on, maybe. But even also those people came back from the blindness, most of them. So it's like, eh. I read his Yelp reviews. Did you get a video fuzzy. of the laser blasting into your eyes? Did they give you any souvenirs like that? Or? Nah. Uh, my friend has a video of his. Really? It's fucking bizarre. It's so weird. It comes it right to like your eyeball. Yeah. Yeah, they peel it back. Yeah, like a grape. Like the, like yeah, the, like a like fucking a razor blade to a grape. 
Oh. It's fucked up. But you can see it worked. You're good. You can see, see? Fine. instantly. The next really? day I woke up and I was like, oh, it's like I have glasses on. That is so fucking awesome. Yeah. And yet you still have a fucking boot on your foot and crutches. Yeah. Like, why is it that we can peel people's eyes that. open like a bra- like a like a grape? Yet you break an ankle. In Next Generation, they just had to fucking wheel a thing over you. Remember that? They just scanned Remember you. Remember Starship Star Troopers? Yeah, what are they doing that? You fucking guy had his arm blasted oh, off, yeah. and it's like little nanobots and lasers reconstructing Rebuilt his it tissue. It's fine. That was a great movie. It was a great fucking movie. You know what was a terrible movie? What? Starship Troopers 2. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that same way about Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah. I was okay with the first. But... And then it got bad. Yeah, that was yeah. terrible. Caddyshack Was too. that Paul Verho- Verhoeven? The guy who did, did Robocop? No, he did the first one. Oh. Right? He did the first one. Yeah, it was, a weird, like, it was a weird about propaganda films oh, in yeah. general. It was like, weird, it's weirdly like better than just some like sci-fi movie. Yeah, it, it's felt very popcorn campy uh-huh. weirdness but it was really subversive if mm-hmm. you were actually looking into it that way yeah i read a thing once about popeye because it was it was robert altman directed it or, or or was it robert altman or somebody and they were like if you ever thought popeye was more adult than you thought it should be he goes it's because of the director really yeah I'm, I'm trying to i don't think i've ever seen popeye so yeah with robin williams no they all went to some island not the cayman islands somewhere and they just to get away from the studio. And they just did drugs for six months. Just tons of drugs. I thought that, that was the plot of the movie, by the way. For a second, you're like, Popeye goes to the Cayman Islands. I was like, what? what are they, with Olive? What the fuck is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> so they came out with a movie, but it was like, it ain't like a kid's movie. It's oh, for kids, that. but not for kids. I love that. I have to, have mm. to watch that. Yeah. Keep that in mind while you're watching it. Okay. It's this really small, tiny island that's separated from everybody, and they just went nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I like shit like that. Uh, what were we you- just talking about? Uh, what we were talking about wetware and merging with computers and everything, oh, but yeah. at some point, are you I worried get, about it? Uh, yes and no. I think it's inevitable. I think that you yeah. can't the, the the cork is out. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. Yeah. Whatever analogy you want to use, uh, we're heading towards it. But I think we need to intelligently implement it. Intelligently, into our lives. yeah. I think people like with smartphones, it's an early version. It's on our palm of our hands, yeah. so it's an early version. It's not. You know, sewn into our hands. Right, but, but we're it, it seeing, almost is. But we are seeing smartphone addiction. We're yeah. seeing internet addiction become an it. issue, right? Yeah. Like we've all got it. Mm-hmm. Notifications constantly there, multiple platforms. Here's the thing Elon Musk. Yeah. Smarter than you and I? Yeah. Okay, right? Yeah. Smarter than us. I don't have to think about it. Pretty smart guy. Yeah. Elon Musk is going to take care of this. Yeah. But Elon Musk is also like, he dedicated $10 million to like an AI defense fund. Oh, really? Yeah, along with some other bazillionaires. And the whole goal of that fund is to make sure that the AI doesn't enslave us all or nuke us but all. It's like just... we're still going down that road, yeah. but like we see what the risk is. Not, let's not just go like, hopefully it won't. Let's Like Batman fucking getting kryptonite suits. Right. You know? Right. He's basically like, I'm inventing an assault rifle, but I'm also going to sell you some Kevlar vests. Yeah. He's yeah. really hedging his bets. But the fact that he's doing that says that he's having these concerns mm-hmm. in the back of his mind as well. That was the worst part about Ex Machina. Where it was like, he didn't even think, he didn't even think that they might turn on him. What? They it's weird. This, they gave this random dude the full access to The smartest fucking guy in the world. The smartest, he makes, he makes a sentient being. Yeah. And yet he can't connect. Oh, that's weird. The power's going out every time you're chatting with my fuck butt. Yeah, exactly. You didn't find that suspicious. You weren't going back and looking at the footage of like, what happened right before the power right. went out the first time? Right. You didn't snap a GoPro in there. Yeah. Just something that ran off its own battery to suspect. capture that. That part still a great fucking movie. It was a great movie. And if I may, one of the best dance sequences. Oh, that was amazing. In any movie. Because I, I, I've never, I don't laugh in theaters. That was great. Really. And I fucking Yeah, when he just up. starts dancing, it's like, okay. He's like, oh, he's got a choreographed dance he's been yeah. working on for months and of months. Of course he has. Oh, of yeah. course he it's has. karaoke machine. <laughs> He goes, I, I, I want to talk about why the power cut out. I was like, let's talk about me cutting up this dance floor first. <laughs> that guy was great. I just wish he hadn't so been good. there. I wish the kid hadn't been there for a week. I wish he'd been there for six months. You know? 
And then, like, that's why I fell in love. I'm like, right. I fell in love hard in four days. Yeah. Well, to be fair, she, you know, he used the power of his, yeah. his social grid to yeah. program everything into her that would appeal to him. Yeah, I just didn't, I didn't believe it was just a sudden, you know how sometimes you're like, yeah, you justified it with the words, but sure. it still didn't make me believe that this was happening or that right. you cared. I feel like anytime you're watching a movie like that, that you have to, if, you have to just jump. You got to suspend it yeah. to a point. But yeah. I did, the, the one that fucking bothered me was the, wait a minute, you're, you're an evil genius that can build this compound, that yeah. can have all this fucking tech, and yet you don't realize she's and, killing the generators. And, yeah, and also, all any, any of your AI wants to do is get the fuck out of there. They destroyed themselves over getting the fuck out of there. <laughs> Every single version. And, and you don't think this one might be also trying? Like, I <laughs> right. Get back in your cage. No, dude, just lock that fucking door. Keep her in the bigger area. They're shattering their cyber bones against plexiglass to get out, and yeah. you don't think to maybe put in a line of code that stops them from being motivated? Let some, let some fucking visitor have full access to all your computers. You're right. That movie was shit. No, it was what good. What a shit it was movie. Good. It was good. I just see weaknesses sometimes. I'm like, God, that's almost perfect. Can we, should we talk about The Matrix? Sure, okay. Because did you see a weakness in two and three? <laughs> I've never been more brokenhearted as a nerd, yeah. as a sci-fi fan. As a, I don't know if you had an uh, like affinity okay for two. that movie. I was okay with number two. I was okay with certain action set pieces in it. Yeah, but... well, for sure the special effects were great. But yeah. then it was like, but and they build it as like, no, no, this is always supposed to be a trilogy. These aren't yeah. these aren't like sequels. This is a part of a a, thre- a thing. But like, yeah, what a letdown. Then he sees the sun. You're like, oh, amazing. And then you're like. Uh, Let's go back to the Zion rave. Let's go back to our sweaty underground rave that makes us realize we're humans. Dude, the Matrix is way cooler than what you're doing right now. Yeah. Sign me up for the battery every time. Yeah. Yeah, the Matrix 2 and 3. I thought it was going to be my that. Star Wars. What was, has there been a big disappointment for you cinematically? Star Wars, recently? episode one, I guess. Oh, yeah. And Are you a big Star recently. Wars guy? And the new one, too, was like a disappointment. But I kind of, I wasn't disappointed. I, I knew that would be. I still haven't seen the new one. I think I was the only way. The only way you would love it is you saw it the first week. When everybody was clapping when they saw the Millennium Falcon. And it was like, oh my God, we did this. But if you go after that, like if you didn't know any of these characters and had never heard of them, you're like, this is just a shitty kids movie. Ah. Yeah. So whatever. But it's fine. It's like an old time sake kind of thing. All right. You doing movies in 3D? Are you a fan of that? Or any VR shit? Finally, like, no, I haven't done the VR, but finally done with 3D. We got to fire up the Vive. I did it once to... with Duncan's house. What'd you do? The Vive? Or you did the Oculus? Or which Oculus. One? Oculus. Did yeah. you like it? Yeah, it made a little nauseous. Which do you know which version it was? Was it nah. early on? This was uh he he's gotten a few versions of it. This okay. was uh, probably a year ago. Okay, and he had just gotten it. You got to get in on that vibe. Yeah, rooms. So this whole area becomes the virtual world. You can walk around in it. You've got controllers on your hands. Where you can pick up, interact oh, objects. Really? Yeah, and then for oh, movement in some games, you can actually like throw a ball and you'll transport to that ball. And so you're like trying to escape a robot who's trying to oh, murder really? you. So you throw oh, it, you teleport, yes. and then you crouch and hide behind a desk and then pop up and throw a knife at fuck it. Fuck yes. And it's fully like one-to-one, really low latency tracking. And you it don't feels get like the nausea of no. like – Because before no. the nausea, I think, was they didn't measure your eyeballs. When your eyeballs moved, it only moved when your whole head moved Correct. or something. So yeah, yeah. it was like off a little. Yeah. This is, well, there's, there's some of that. Some of it is like you have to, you have to know your IPD, the, your, like, the, the interocular distance, the, or the distance between your eyes. There are mm-hmm. websites that will show you your number. Yeah. You hold a credit card up to your eyes. Like, Parker. It measures it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there you go. But for VR, yeah. uh, and so you get that distance, you'll dial it in, and, and it's really about motion to photon. It's about how fast can the hardware and software go, oh, you're turning your head? Let me update and refresh that screen. Because if it's over oh, right. a certain millisecond latency, then you get that disturbance. Like something's wrong here. Yeah, yeah. Then your yeah. brain goes, this is, I'm going to just vomit. That's, That's why you get nauseous when you're driving up or down Laurel Canyon, but you're in the passenger seat. Yes. Because you don't know when the movement's going to come. Yep. Only, the, only the driver does. Precisely. And you're just like, oh, it's in the. Yep. Or when you watch somebody else play first person shooters. 
Oh. Yeah. That would always make me nauseous. Just snapping that mouse around and getting whiplash. Yeah. My problem with 3D movies is... Um, it's hot in here, right? Am I crazy? Hot, hot. Can we get the AC yeah. on, Eddie? Can you yeah. do that? That this is crazy. Like it, it's it just melts me. It saps my energy. They fucked us over with 3D too much. They give us way too many non 3D 3D movies. The the, the shitty up conversions. Yeah. And if then, you saw and then, Avatar in the theater, digitally Avatar. projected properly, it yeah. was a transcendent experience. I did with experience. Red Band, and it was amazing. Jackass 3D was another one. Yes. You got to have it the whole way through. Yes. Really, those are the only two that I really liked in 3D. I saw uh, Mad Max both ways, and I'm like, yeah, there's no reason to pay the extra bucks. Yeah. It's not it's, – it's like Star Wars is a little layered, but not like Avatar. No. And just and, only in places. And I talked with James Cameron about it, and they brought what? in 3D editors. Really? And it was like, so what does that mean? Because they're creating positions for yeah. that shit, you know? And the 3D editor would go, okay, in this frame, we're looking at blue Avatar leader guy's face, and it's really up close. But then in the next edit, which makes sense in 2D, he's way off in the distance. But you are subconsciously going to want to snap your focus to him in the distance. The right. problem – is that you're going to get eyeball fatigue. You're going to get like a visual fatigue if your eye is constantly bouncing left to right, in and out, focusing at different depths. So they would add sparkly little creatures in the jungle. And even though the frame would cut, that creature would kind of be in the same area and then fly into the background. So so your vision would lead you and guide you. And so that's the level they were thinking about 3D when they were making a 3D movie. Not like, oh, just shoot it and we'll fucking upvert it. Yeah, like in 2D they have just pulled focus. Yeah, Where it'd be like on you, then you'll be out of focus, I'll be in focus. Yeah, or they'll have that one scene where Iron Man shoots his blaster at the camera and they'll really go in on that effect. Yeah, it's like twice in the movie. You're like, what? Come on. Now now I notice the 3D. And then they start doing this thing like, no, no, this one was made for 3D. And then they overuse that. And now I, it's like, I don't believe to blow you. blow bubbles at the camera for some reason. Like, I'm why? saying, but they don't—they don't really make it for 3D. They just say they do. Kind of sure. like when Ecstasy got too speedy, and then they say now it's Molly. It's just MDMA. You're like, sweet. But now all the MDMA is back to speedy again. So it's just back to what Ecstasy was. Did it was. go back? There was a phase where it was it like cut, cut again. almost with like heroin, and yeah. it was like it was just really droopy and slow. It was like oh, the really? scissor, yeah, scissor pills. Oh, I never had that. And then now it's probably back. Back to speedy. Back to speedy. Yeah. Yeah, actually, in the beginning was just the Molly. Yeah. And then they started cutting the shit out of it. Well, then it was Moon Rocks. Moon Rocks? Are the kids still into Moon Rocks now? What are uh, they on? I don't what are they? Know. They have a Bieber know. and an Obama logo. What are they fucking doing? <laughs> I, I don't had even the know. Dolphins and I had the, I had the Buddhas. Oh, and the Snapchat ghosts. You ever had one of those? No. Woo! Yeah. Impressed ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> that whole world to me is so bizarre that people, like, we talk about, like, we literally just talked about how great it would be if someone would properly brand psilocybin. Uh-huh. If someone would have. Reliable mushrooms. Like, no, this is the exact stuff. percentage. This is the exact amount. This is milligrams. This is right. what you'll get. But then because it is shady and still illegal, someone's going to knock that shit off and yeah. put some shiitakes in a bag with the Snapchat ghost on it. And now you don't fucking know. You're back to square one. Yeah. Even mushrooms. It's like, oh, we have an eighth. Half for you, half for me. It's like, I don't know. What's half? This looks about right. <laughs> I don't know. No, that one's bigger. Let's trade a big one for a small one. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> and by the way, you, the size of the overall stem or cap might have zero right, to do exactly. with its fucking potency. Exactly. It's, it's, like, it's like jalapeno peppers. Those tiny ones are hot as fuck. <laughs> the baby snake has the most venom. It's going to strike and give you it all. Yeah. The adult snake knows to save a little in case it has to strike again. My new thing is taking mushrooms just like a cap at a party. Yeah. Or a cap or a stem and just be like, it's like taking a shot of whiskey and be like, no, I'm going to take the edge off. And so you, like, giggle and have fun, but you're not, like, lost at all. Right. Yeah, that's fun. Like, Do you feel yourself habituating to it? Like, how often? No, but if somebody has me at a party, it's like, I don't feel like getting blasted right now and having right. to wander off. But it's like, yeah, give me, give me two small ones. Sure. Do you even do, do you do alcohol? Are you into that? I do, but not yeah. so much. More than when I moved to New York because yeah. it's such a booze town. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I know better. Right? Yeah. So it once in like, a while, it's like, okay, but. It feels like the research is in on it. It's like, eh. You know better and you're still doing it? Why? Why? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, are you same way? Yeah, I just well, I, I a I don't handle it well yeah. anymore. The chat is saying they went full circle. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah, man. That's, that's what we what's do. Gonna happen. Full We're gonna circle. get right back to drugs. We yeah. haven't got to the TSA yet because I haven't talked about it in a long while, and I'm still fucking fed up. I'm gonna pee in a bottle in here. Do you need to? Do you need to go? Yeah, but it's gonna be so far away. You can sprint. That's okay. I'll kill some time. I can't sprint though. Oh, do, you, you can do, hobble. Do you do ad reads? Do you do ad reads? Yeah, we can drop an ad in yeah, here. Yeah, do ads. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, That's fine. It's it? perfect for, for life. Uh, back where we were in the kitchen, there's <laughs> yeah. one on either side of the fridge. Okay. Go for it. And if you want, you can just pee on Eddie. He's absorbent. Twitch <laughs> Don't kill yourself, man. Hobble slow. <laughs> uh, Ari uh, shattered his ankle while he was, uh, he was skiing. And I said he was skiing away from a bank robbery. That's a way cooler story than just fucking skiing. So it led to he was on the Swiss Alps. He was flying down the, the, uh, the, the slopes, shredding some pow, if you will. And I don't know if he collided with a tree or if he just had a little oopsie, but there you go. He, uh, he shattered his ankle. What's up, chat? Hey, guys. Kev for Prez. I'll take that. I'll run. It'd be a bad idea. Just pee in the sink. Don't promote that. We don't want him to do that. Hey, Arthanus. Arthanius? Thank you for saying the show is excellent. You, you're seeing it now, so don't worry. Also, tonight, kids, 7 p.m., Troy Baker is going to be here. He is performing a little something. What's up, buddy? Got a want to take some some malic acid, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me that. It's give me that good, shit. good. Just just like lick your finger, dip it in, and not, suck it no. off. Did you lick your finger yeah, and dip it in? I did. Then no, I don't want well, this. No. That's why I'm asking you, fucking <laughs> it's idiot. Not, it's the thing is, just do first it, of all, you're you're hacking up something in there that I don't know what that I don't know what you picked up at fucking South by, but you really put the buy in South by. Yeah, you were sucking on something but, and it's still in your throat. But okay. It, you hand me a bag of questionable white powder to start. Just because you it. wrote on it with a Sharpie doesn't mean I'm going to trust it. That's B. And C, you're sick, and you open, your opening salvo was, yeah, I licked my finger and dipped it in it. Okay, so the thing is, we all did it, though, so it's... it's <laughs> Get out of here with that. Okay. Get out of here. You're missing out. This stuff's fun. Jesus Christ. <sighs> for guys, for, if you don't know, it's, it's malic acid, right? M-A-L-I-C? Malic acid is the, uh, the, 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 sh the, you think it's the sugary powdery substance that goes onto atomic warheads, but it's just what gives it the, the sour experience. So we got it in bulk. You got what, acid? Uh, malic acid. Very different. Oh. More for atomic warheads, less for seeing Jesus. You got just the powder from atomic warheads? Yeah, yeah. you want to try it? Of course I do. Okay, all right, here it is. Flying it in. Lick my finger? Yeah, and then stick it in. See, oh yeah, you went right for it. I was like, everybody else has done that. I don't want to do that. That's for, well, it's all, it takes it all with you. Go so. for it, yeah. This is... Oh, wow. Went right for it. Mm. Full attic style. Oh! Rub it on your oh. gums. Get it on your gums. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the good... <laughs> so that's malic acid with no flavoring. Yeah, he went... You really, you really went... You swung for the fences there, buddy. If you're going to jump, you got to jump. No, I like it. You didn't dip a toe in. You fucking cannonballed into the deep end of malic oh, acid. All right, can we get that door shut? Can you guys get a chance? Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so we're going to do a stunt with that tomorrow on the show. Really? Yeah, I think, sour. I think we're going to do oh, atomic okay, anchovies. But on the sides. Oh, really? Yeah. Atomic anchovies, maybe some marshmallows, some weird shit. We're just going to put it on pizza. We're going to just... Ugh. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's the rest. Sour. That's the next 10 minutes of your life. <laughs> that's how you take Molly now, apparently. That finger thing. And yeah. It tastes way worse than that. I don't know. I got a little microgram scale and some gel caps. I make my own. I roll really? my own. Yeah, based off body weight, based off experience, based off whatever you need. Have you ever done... Um... I had this in Scotland. They were they had Molly, but to split it up, they put it in tissue paper. Oh, uh, parachuting. Yeah, and then just rolled it up and yeah. just like eat it, so you yeah, don't yeah. have to take the taste. It just evaporates. Yeah, in your you stomach. can do it in tissue paper. The best way to do it is actually anally. Well, that is the best way to do it. I don't know if really? you really have you. 
No, I've never had. Yeah, a pill. Put it, put it up. Try to find a crevasse. Try, really? try to find a, a, a corner where you can park it. Try to find the uh, the hazard lane of your asshole. No, man. If you could, or the my fire. Asshole the is not for that. The only but, thing my asshole is for is for dicks. Oh, oh wait, well, that's wait. fair. All right, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, have your partner put it, load it into his pee hole, and piss it into you like a cannon. However, you want to deliver it, it bypasses the stomach altogether, as yeah. well as the taste buds. So you get it. It's pure. It goes straight. There's a thin membrane there, thin tissue, goes right into the blood. I heard a story about somebody putting a fucking ecstasy tab up yeah. his butt, and then it was like, no, I don't feel it. Because it hadn't evaporated yet, and then like when everyone else did, it, and then he's like, "Oh fuck!" And it was like way harder. He just started shitting rainbows everywhere. <laughs> I can't stop this. There are wind chimes. I'm farting wind chimes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is too amazing. <laughs> you said your girlfriend and you, you guys did it in. It was it in D.C. Where no, was it? Or uh, the governor's ball? Governor's is that ball here? Okay. No, New York. Oh, New York. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My friend Duncan gave me, he was like, oh, this okay. is good for a girl. Take, take these when you have a girl you want to take them with. And I saved them for like a year. And I was like, oh, this is the right moment. And he's, man, he was right. He they was were right? Great. Like mellow or? Yeah, we like fell in love on him. You still with her? Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> From those pills. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, yeah we were just boning until then. <laughs> and it, it moved up. And you decided to open your heart while the, you were fucking her? Yeah, the thing is, those feelings are based on a chemical, you know, you know, entering your system. But Of course. They're real feelings, though. Right. I mean, look, they're 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 amplified. Yeah, for sure. They're only there because of that, but it's still a, a. You don't like wake up the next day going, "Oh, I don't feel anymore." It's still like you had a great memory and a right. great time. If you have nothing but white hot seething hatred for someone, yeah, and you take an XTC pill, you might have, find some empathy you might. for them, you know. Yeah. But you're not going to fucking fall in love with them. No, no, That's, no. It's no, not no, going to. No. It's not going to oh, artificially right. trump it up. But if you have feelings for someone, and maybe. Your own shit was getting in the way of that, or you yeah. had walls up, or you were guarded for whatever reason. That shit's gonna shatter. Yeah, that barrier's gonna come down, and you might admit that you love someone, or feel open to the concept of loving someone. Yeah, maybe. No, you would. That's what it would. That's what it would be. That what it was? Yeah, yeah, sure. And I was like, you know what? This is great. I mean, that's. Why, why I guess. They... I guess that was. A, it was a statement based off of my experience, but that's a shitty thing to do as a as a host and friend. The question should be. That love that you found, that you still have, or you're still yeah. with her at least. Maybe you don't love her as much. Fuck it. It happens. Not as much as that day. Of course not. Why would <laughs> <Yeah>. you? <laughs> the floodgates open. Um, but like in that moment, was it, was it, oh, I realize I love this person? Or was it, oh, I'm, I'm now numbing or breaking down my own barriers and allowing that love in? Yeah, where it's like, she's great. What am I doing trying to fucking only bone? Like, why don't I hang out with her? This is a fucking fun time. We're into the same shit. She's awesome. Instead of like... Yeah, that was, those are the pills talking about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. How long have you guys been together? Uh, heavy like that for like almost a year. Last June, wow. I guess. Are you good with like long-term relationships? Or no, just considered long for work. I'm going to leave and go back to New York. <laughs> really? She was like, can I come with you? I'm moving with you. I was like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Wait, I should have... So you've already planted a flag at the end of the relationship. Yeah, well, still maybe. But you're at the 50 yard how, line. Yeah, I don't know how. We'll, I don't know how. We'll, okay, I'm gonna stop go asking you about this now. I feel like you should work this out offline and not with me. <laughs> I was gonna ask you what the secret is and what the key is in your mind, but it sounds like it's, yeah, it's yeah, distance. I don't know how to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, distance, having options, things like that. <laughs> Side bitches mostly. Yeah. that's what. It is. I'm here because I want to be here, not because I have no other options. <laughs> this is real. Yeah, uh, girls, that's what you should be into. Your boyfriend goes and fucks somebody and then still comes back to you. That means you fuck great. <laughs> that means you're the one. It's meant to yeah, be. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love that. By the way, I go I, on the road. I don't stay in Indianapolis because LA and New York are awesome. So I go back to them. Do you dabble in Indianapolis though or no? I was just there. But it's okay. like the Midwest. That's like one of those like, why would, why would you come Why would there? you spend any time? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Indianapolis. I mean, I'm, thank you for watching. Thank you. They got yachts. They got a good Creole place and that's about it.
Solid. Yeah. So you're heading back to New York soon? Yeah, in like two weeks. To do more stand-up, or are you shooting more shows? Or? No, I live there. Oh, okay. I moved there I a few you were years ago. No, I was for like 12, 13 years. Then I decided I'm done with these streets and these same stages, and I just wanted to mix it up. So... Do you feel like heading back there, having leveled up your career so far in L.A., that when you go back to New York, you get to set precedent as to, you know, who you are? And What do you mean? Like, I had a friend that was a comedian for a long while in New York and, and had the same sort of, felt like a general malaise. It was mm -hmm. just like, I know these stages. I know these lineups. I know my thing, whatever. Yeah. She moved to L.A. recently, and she was like, oh, it feels great because even though I would guest out here yeah. now and then, now that I'm here, I arrive at the level that I want to arrive at. You right. know, at a certain oh, confidence yeah. when you level come, and a certain friend group. You're, you're seen as what you arrive as, not what you arrived at. Yeah, Diaz said that once. Joey Diaz said, whatever you start, the city you start in, they're always going to see you as an open micer. Correct. Like, they yeah. just, they, they saw you. Then. And I still have people that I, even though I know that, I see comics, and I'm like, oh, they suck. I'm like, when did you see them? I'm like, eight years ago like when they were two years in a comedy <laughs> when i wouldn't flip on the red light for him and i made him sweat for yeah. an hour and the reality is that shit doesn't go away so when they say don't get seen too early like that's what they mean like people will never forget yeah um so, so do you feel that way like heading to New yeah York now, if or? you move cities where every level you're at you yeah. rise to the top of that level because like all your material is new to all of those people mm -hmm. yeah it's great and oh. also it's not just the it's new stages you don't get tricks i know tricks on certain stages how to make them work so there's no you don't know the tricks so you gotta like make your material work, and then also it's like these new streets. So your mind is just racing at all times, sure. like a new way of being, new interactions then, with people, new smells. Yeah, new if sights. you live in New York, you gotta get used to, and come to LA, you gotta get used to driving all the time. So like, right. oh, drive! Never done that before. And it's all fresh and new. It's a, that's what the uh, Obey Giant uh, campaign was all about in the beginning. It was like, yeah, cool. It's a cool like poster of Andre the Giant, but like, where is this poster? It's on some warehouse that you can pass this warehouse every day when you go to work for the last two years. And you're supposed to be like, wait, what, what the fuck? Is this a, what is this warehouse? just makes you like realize what your surroundings are. Right. Instead of taking for granted. So, yeah, any sort of move like that. So do you have a ton of subway material now? And I a did lot have of some in the beginning. And then yeah. I had to realize, like, oh, this is hackier, huh? Yeah. My friend was like, yeah, everyone has done that. <laughs> it's, okay. it's new to me, damn yeah, it. Yeah. Did I tell you about the, uh, the airplane ride over? Because what's the deal with those? <laughs> it's been a lot of fun, though. Yeah? And, yeah where where are you at? Are you in Manhattan? Or? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The heart of all of it, East Village. And what's your, what's your material now? Right now it's split. I just kind of summed it up actually recently for myself. I tried to like categorize it so I can see what the line should be. It's shitting on children uh, and parenthood in general. Let's combine those. Um, travel stories and um, promoting a violent takeover of the government. Ooh. Yeah. So those are okay. three. Those are okay. the three like, themes I get to. And I got to try to work them in together This somehow. third one, this violent takeover of the government. <laughs> yeah. Is that uh, – what, what? go on, please. I think we're in for a revolution. I do too. But do you think it's going to be a civil war? No, I don't think it'll be civil at all. <laughs> I mean, wait, you don't think it'll be between, between uh, I've heard people, warring factions of constituents about, about general population fighting each other, not population no, no, v, no, government? I think v, v government? No, 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 government. And look around like the Arab Spring or anything like that. If you take into account that Arabs aren't really that different human being-wise than, than, than white people, um, sure. people want freedom, any regime that's out there, and it's not just that. It's also in, in, uh, in uh, Russia and different places where it's like, any regime that's there never, pretty much never gives up power. And as our government represents us less and less, they're just not going. The idea that voting it out, it, that's, that's clearly proven is right. not a reality. We keep voting and it keeps not changing. Right. If it was effective, they wouldn't let you do it. Yeah. Right? Isn't that an old I mean, sure yeah, that's exactly. an old saying. It's, it's probably yeah. a bumper sticker somewhere. Yeah, Mark Twain, actually. <laughs> well, there, okay, there we go. If you're Perfect. a vote counter, they wouldn't let you have it. Yeah, there you go. And like, so little social changes here or there. It's great. Gay marriage is legal. That's, that's right. awesome. Fine. But mm, you can also be arrested and never tried now in this country. <laughs>
Right. So it's like, that wait, was wasn't the that, that the basis? That was the silent one that got slipped in. Like, and they, they tried to slip an in. unlawful enemy combatant. Yeah, they tried to slip in a bunch of times. People fought it, and they go, it's okay. Eventually, you just won't notice it, yeah. and then it'll be in. You're going to be asleep at the wheel enough, or there's going to be another dangling moral issue. Yeah. There's going to be a reproductive right thing that we're going to distract you with. You're going to get your small victory over there, and we're going to fuck your iPhone yeah. <laughs> and you yeah, exactly. on the other yeah, side the of FBI this. trying to get trying to get the iPhones just like, give us all the information. You know what they did in China? In China, they had this idea that they were going to put in chips into every computer sold in China. Mm-hmm. Government said that we're going to do that because we need a monitor in case whatever. And they don't—they have to—you have to have a VPN there to uh, to access Google. You have to go through Switzerland or some other country. Uh, but a lot of people have VPNs. But they sure. wanted to put that, and the people got really mad about it. Like, no, we don't want you. It was like a really big outrage. And the government there is not elected; it's appointed government right. by the government. And uh, so the government's like, all right, all right. I see you guys are all upset about this, so we're just not going to do it. Now, in this country. Obama and their government was just going to do that. And then Snowden had to come and say, hey, look what they're going to do. They just wouldn't tell us. Right. They're way more free in China Tim in Cook a lot of ways. Tim Cook had to go out and say it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it's like at some point they're not going to change. And so maybe it's going to be a peaceful revolution. But but do we think the same thing's going to happen in China, though, where they go, oh, we need a chip in every computer and that's going to happen. And then they go, no. Okay, okay. No, no. And either they do it anyway. Here they just didn't tell or us. Or six months later. They were trying do to get that done. The only way we find oh, out sure. about it is because of a traitor named Eric Snowden or whatever his name is. Not Eric. <laughs> what? Edward, Edward, Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the only way we found out. That we will eventually the things yeah. like that guy who shot up at TSA. Well, it's it's interesting so, that you say eventually though. But it's unless, happening. Well, yeah, it's already happening. Yeah. Like there, they, there's in those documents that leaked. There's proof that they were like unboxing Cisco routers at drop shipping warehouses, oh, yeah. putting in their own hacked chips with their own hacked firmware, their own vulnerabilities, yeah. and then shipping them to their final. And the idea, like you can't do it, it's unconstitutional. It's like, and yet we are. So what does that mean? <laughs> right. What what is you that? Know? Yeah. I voted. So what does it? Ch- it didn't change shit. Well, there's enough vague wording and enough mm-hmm. shitty bills that have been passed since 1982 that allow them to do kind of whatever they want. The NSA has more power than they had before. before they just like re- restructured it, and now they have they do more. I always say that they, the only way they'll ch- like when people when that guy lit himself on fire on the National Mall, and when that guy shot up a TSA and like pushed people. Oh, UTSA said no, like get out of the way. We only shoot TSA. Those are first fires. Those are first shots of the revolution. Those are people taking violent action, and people go, oh, they're crazy. They're not crazy. They're dissatisfied with their government. And when you don't have an option to peacefully revolt, you will eventually violently revolt. It's happening. People are planning it right now, so and I'm you, rooting for them. Do you, okay, so do you think we are out of peaceful options, though? I don't see any, I don't see any regime that's willingly given back their power. The, government, the, the laws right now are written by rich people to benefit, as, they, as anyone would, themselves. Sure. And... People, the 1% gets less and less. It's a half a percent, then it's a quarter of a percent, and more and more people. When I was grew up, when you grew up, there were single-family workers. Like, only the dad worked in a lot of families. And now every family has two people working, and we're not living better. We're living exactly the same. Well, wages have stagnated, yeah. stagnated since the 90s, yeah. and cost of living has certainly gone up. So we need to build a wall, business, right? It's not that. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying big no, business is taking over everything. It's because of the brown people. Just fucking say it, Ari. You were yeah. saying it before we started this podcast. I read Go one ahead. review. I did not say that. <laughs> I read one article by some like CEO. It was like, they're coming for us, you guys. We can't just keep taking from them. They're going to come for us, and we are. Here's the concern, though. Yeah. Which I, I like. It's going to be bloody. We're going to lose a lot of innocent people. A and, lot they're, of... and they're not going to be cool about it. They're going to come down harshly on Well, us. that's what I'm saying. Is that like, haven't, we, haven't they had enough exercises and enough like you know they, they black flag missions or what haven't they had enough um 
uh, scenarios. They've run it enough to know how to quell any uprising. They'll shut the internet area. down. For sure, they'll shut they'll the internet down. They'll for sure shut the internet down. They have tools to astroturf. So they'll, they'll have one person masquerading as 100,000 on Twitter or Reddit uh-huh. or anywhere to make it seem like half of the country, if not more, is actually against They're doing that the now. You ever, see, do- you ever see those things where it's like a thousand different Twitter accounts saying the exact same thing? Exactly. Like, yeah. What? They're doing it now on Reddit. They're doing it everywhere. So, okay, so you won't be able to trust social Anyone. media mm-hmm. or any word of anything. It'll be guerrilla warfare. They'll hack that, right? It'll be guerrilla warfare. They'll, your drones will be shot out of the sky. They'll use sonic weaponry. I mean, Targeted assassinations of political figures. You think that's... I think that's the way to go. Mm. I think that's the way to go. When the people are like, do you know how powerful the American government is? Nobody can win a war like that. It's like, yeah, it's not going to be on a battlefield. Right. It's going to be like, you don't even know the cook is fucking poisoning the president's food. Right. You get a thousand people in downtown LA, they're going to kettle you within five minutes, pepper spray your eyes into oblivion, and you're done. done. But you're saying just a a rogue agent, a single lone person. Here or there. Yeah. If you get... You know how many... Because like the... You said like you support the violent uprising, which... No, no, no. I support the, the, the change. Okay. I, 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 well, would, I hope that was connected a to a sentence about, yeah. like, there are people planning right now a violent oh, yeah. uprising, and I, I support that. I would hope it could be peaceful. Me too. I, do, I don't too. see that as a, as a real possibility. Because the guy, like, I fucking hate the TSA maybe as much as you. Really? Maybe as, oh, yeah. Although, with that said, I bought into the pre-check program. Because I eventually was just like, what the fuck, man? Like, what, my, my one little bought protest back. every you bought, time. You bought your, uh, your, your promised freedom oh, back. multiple times. Because not only do my tax dollars go to put that bullshit system in place, there's yeah. an additional fee on every ticket I buy to fly to fund that further, and then I had to pay for them to do the background check on me to let me bypass the system that I had put in. So yes, it's bullshit, and I hate it, but I travel so fucking much that I was just like, this one little revolution of me getting, you know, fucking angry stares every time and having to wait 10 more minutes because I opted out. I'm at the point, too, where I'm It's not going to work. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to make a difference. No. Why fight? And so this is what bothered me, because remember there was like a November... Seven years ago, eight years ago, when they started putting those rapid scan machines and those Diebold machines, mm-hmm. which is all another fucking scam. It only scam. got tested by the TSA. They got. So we said it's safe, so yeah, we'll put it in. A we play. said it's safe, but we uh, we're gonna let pilots and uh, and airline like a, like a stewardesses or Around flight it. attendants. We're gonna let them not go through it because they were really upset about it. Mm-hmm. So it's safe enough for you, weekend warrior or daily traveler in some cases, but not for the pilots. That's okay. Yeah. So. There was a moment where people were planning a protest online. Everybody was going to opt out. It was a national opt-out oh, day. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if you know what happened, but in, at LAX, they shut off the machines. And at so many airports, they just shut off the machines. They're like, oh, you want to opt out? No, it's fine. They're not on today. Fine. We'll just not do it. Yeah, it's, not it's worth fine. It. Well, that should have been every fucking day. Yeah, the but, Israelis won't have that machine. They're like, it's way too easy to beat. Yeah. So all you really – when they say, like, security theater, it's like – I wish they wouldn't have a term like that because it makes people gloss over it. It really means – they're only doing it right. to make you feel safer, but it's not any safer. Anyone who is – I've tried, actually. I put metal shit in my side because I read that report. Like, yeah. you put it aside, it can't see it. Yeah. And I have, and it doesn't see it. So anyone who try, anyone who wants to do harm yeah. can read that shit. Also – They catch shit in your front pocket, but you're not looking – Right. Well, and people forget, like, we got, let's go, it was box cutters. Yeah, it was box cutters. It was cutters. box cutters. I accidentally flew a couple weeks ago with a knife. With a knife. A, a fan gave yeah. me a thing at yeah, an event, yeah, yeah. and it was in I back, fl- and I didn't know. Times with the shit fucking knife. By no, accident. Yeah. I felt terrible. I felt yeah. bad that I had it. I was like, oh, my God. I don't, do, do I say something? Do I push the button? No. I go. I'm already through. But also, you should be allowed to have a knife. Right, because I'm not a fucking crazy person. And they locked the cockpit door. <laughs> right. So what are you That was do the with one it? great thing that came out of it. If they would have just understood, hey, we're reinforcing every cockpit door, and bomb, that's it. Bomb dog, cockpit door lock. 
that's it. And then whatever. And they don't open it no matter what happens. That's it. Sorry, sorry, entire plane. That's a tacit agreement. You all understand. Yeah. You get on this thing, and if shit goes down, and people are like, but you can stab everyone on the plane. Like you can stab everyone in a movie theater. You can stab anyone anywhere. <laughs> right. That's but but knives are legal because most people don't stab. Most people just cut stuff with it. Why don't they have some knockout gas in those vents? They should do that. Lock down the cab, like lock down the cockpits. Shut press the down. button. Shut it down. Fucking nerve gas it. Not nerve. Yeah. Whatever would sedate you. Yeah. Get some nitrous. Yeah. Give you a nice little woozy. Everybody's going to feel good. Shut it off for a second. Everybody goes to sleep. You emergency land. Throw the riffraff out. But you don't want no security, right? No, we we need some security. Uh Screen the bags that are going onto the plane. Yeah. Okay, that's easy. You can bombard my luggage with whatever fucking Y-rays and Z-rays and alpha waves and whatever the fuck you want. Go ahead. Yeah, my thing is just have it by each airline. And then if they have awful, rude customer service... Then there's some repercussions to the company because they're like people won't fly American if we're we're just we're just rude to people all the time. Right. Your security is inefficient. But and... if it's a government, then it's like, oh, we can be as rude as we want. You can't replace us. <laughs> right. It's a works program. It I is have... a works program. And so I took issue like when that guy is shooting TSA agents. Yeah. I'm like, dude, those are do they, whether they treat you like shit or don't, whether they're good at their jobs or not. Those are just people trying to do a job. And I, like, I Let's... disagree. They've well, willingly taken a job to, to fucking. Hurt Americans, or they take they've taken a job to feed their family. What I what I well, that's what I wish. What I wish instead of the the billions of dollars that go to that wasteful infrastructure, that security theater, if that went to fixing potholes and maintaining parks and repainting schools and after school and music instruments, teach them how to teach a kid how to play a fucking slide whistle. Yeah, if that were the works program, I would be all for it. Like I am, I, I don't as much as I want to begrudge them for being in that position. Yeah. I know that ultimately they're doing it to feed their family. Sure, but whatever. it becomes a slippery slope argument with like, well, that's what SS soldiers were saying too, man. They were just showing up nah, for a job. Yeah. And I'm like, well, let's try to be a little more let's rational put, about it. Okay, but, but how about this? How about uh, work for the mafia? And you don't have to kill anybody, but you have to go in there and collect uh, you know, protection money. Sure. It's just your job feeding your family, but it's like, yeah, man, you're, but you're, you're, you're hurting someone. You're, you're, you're bothering someone. You're prote- Don't take you're protecting jobs. someone. I had a you're protecting with, someone, making them feel one. safer. As one of them was leaving through my stuff, the other one was like, I was like, why are they even doing this? Yeah. I was like, that shit doesn't catch anybody. And I was really trying to have a real com- not yelling, but have a yeah, real yeah. conversation. And I saw this other lady, let's see this lady going through stuff. I had a thing of Brussels sprouts in my bag, my carry-on bag that I was going to eat in the plane. Yeah. And then uh, she opened up and she popped the Brussels sprouts open and they fell through my bag. And I'm talking to this guy, I see that, and she kind of like... Pushes some Pushes of them back, back in, in yeah. and then and then starts with her filthy the back. gloves that have yeah. been on everybody's fucking used fleshlights in their bags. Yeah, and he goes, "Well, what's the problem with just us searching them?" Like, the problem is my bag now smells like Brussels sprouts because that lady and she could hear me now. I'm like, left Brussels sprouts off my bag. She goes, "Well, the thing popped open." I'm like, "Then fucking put it back in." It's I know it's not your fault. Put it back in. And did it magically pop open like it yeah. was a peanut jar and a snake Wouldn't came it out of it? Open if you weren't there. It's because you rifled through it. And did the scanner show you sprouts? Yeah. Did the Brussels alarm go off? Yeah, so now I've, I think it's a smelly shit. My friend, they dropped his laptop, so his screen is broken. You can't stop and do anything. You can't get payment for that. So yeah. now, for no extra security, you now have to pay an extra two grand for a new computer. You have to be inconvenienced. Your tickets got... Look, I fucking hate it's it. garbage. I fucking hate it. Don't, I don't get me think, wrong. I'm glad those people and, died. And the other thing... Okay, I'm not going to say that. But the other thing... I'll stand by it. That's, you're allowed to do that. Yeah, I uh, wish more of them got caught. I want to hear that guy talk, too. What bothers me... Uh, so many things bother me. Um, I lost my train of thought because I was like, wow, that's, that's how you feel, huh? Yeah, for I sure. I don't feel for that. Sure. I don't feel that way about it. I really don't. As much as I fucking hate the system and the fact that the it good is ones a- are taking a job with a corrupt organization. They're not telling on anybody. Every time somebody comes and checks, everyone's like, Hey, we got a fucking, somebody's going to come monitor us. So don't steal today. Right. Well that, yeah. 
It's yeah, like you're all well, looking out for and each the other. other. The other glaring problem is the lack of accountability. No accountability. Because it's there. And so every time there's a new study that comes out like, oh, they missed 88% of all contraband that we well, ran through we'll work tests. harder. And never like, yeah. get rid of it. Right. And it's like, well, do you want to have another 9-11? No, you're not. In 25 years, you had one hijacking. Since then, you've had two people get on planes with a bomb and a fucking whatever else it was, a shoe bomb and an underwear bomb. Right. Two people got, the only two people that have tried got right on. So it's not, it's helping at a worse level than before. Right. No, it's, it's making senior citizens like get their catheters pulled out. No accountability. And kids in wheelchairs yeah. have to cry as their parents hold them while they swab the seat because heaven forbid there's an IED clenched in their young asshole. You ever yell them to their face? You ever call them pieces of shit to their face? No, I've, I've actually, I've tried to do the rational conversation thing. I got uh -huh. pulled aside in, I think it was Austin. Yeah. It was, it was in Texas, got pulled aside. The guy pulls me in uh, the private screening room, yeah. and I was like, yeah, let's, let's go back there. Let me see what that looks like. Uh -huh. And he swabs everything, right, with the swab that's in his hand and his glove, and then he swabs his glove after he's touching everything, and then goes and grabs the door handle, uh -huh. like, on the door with his glove, and he's going to test the gloves, too, or yeah. whatever. It was something like, like, hey, you just... I was like, you just grabbed... What, what if something was in here beforehand on that handle, and, oh, it's, it's fine. And he's like, oh, the machine... You tested positive for nitrates was what happened. Really? When I got swabbed. I was like, what does that mean? Did you go hiking? He's like, no. He's like, you might have been rolling around on some grass. I'm like, what the fuck? fuck. Like, that's, so that's your suspicion is that I was rolling around on grass. Okay. They test me. But where I really went off on the guy was that while that was happening to me, we were outside the room getting all my shit back. There was a kid who uh, clearly had a, a mental disorder, was also physically disabled. He was in a wheelchair. And he's screaming, crying so bad because this stranger is trying to lift him out of his wheelchair yeah. and swab his seat down and his dad like the dad's got it hard enough yeah. dealing with his child who has special needs going through a fucking air, airport thing to begin with. going through TSA yeah the Travel kid's sucks. freaking out he's trying to show him an iPad to calm him down and the guy's like you need to you need to you need to restrain your son he's wiggling too much I'm trying to swab his seat and I looked at the guy that was with me and I'm like is that necessary like just as a yeah. human being and I said as a human being like is that, that necessary nece yeah. like what, do you really think that's necessary right now I'm just asking you and he said we're doing our jobs. That's not a good enough justification. That's all he had. Your source of income is not a justification for torturing people. That's all he had. Enhanced interrogating people. Not torturing. I didn't mean like that kind of torture. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Because I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> they just changed the fucking words. Yeah. So there's no you accountability. You say the word bomb because that's somehow going to make a bomb what? appear. Oh, it blows They're my garbage. mind. They're garbage. They're garbage. It blows my mind. At the Oakland airport. You, you ever travel through there? Crimes. You ever go through the Oakland airport? Uh-uh. There's a, an art installation. That yeah. looks beautiful. It's like these little canisters with seagull, like uh, like robotic seagull wings that yeah. flap above them. Oh, cool. You know, and the idea is that you'll see the seagull wings and go, oh look, and you look, and guess what? And some of those canisters, cameras. Uh, so they made the art installation around grabbing a nice, perfect photo of you staring right into the lens every time you go through the Oakland Airport. It's amazing. It's like just your tax dollars at work. Quit touching us, man. Just quit touching us. Quit fucking fingering our daughters. But and then on the NSA side of things, I always say like, if the intrusion, people, for, it's in the cloud. It's in the cloud, so it doesn't matter. Oh, it's just my, it's just my emails. It's fine. I'm like, if that intrusion was, was manifested physically on a daily basis, oh, yeah. if someone was at your door, knock, knock, I want to come in. I want to look at all the pictures on your fridge. I want to go through your drawers. You'd be like, what the fuck you? Yeah. No, that's, that's a constitutional right. So why do we treat this any differently? And they just go, well, we need to. I mean, there used to be a thing where you'd have to quarter soldiers. Which means you have to put them up. Yes. So if they're about to fight in your neighborhood, like militias in town, they need they need a hot in a cot. Yeah. Now, they'll probably say, we're not going to do anything to you. These are well-trained people. And if there's an occasional rape, it's like, we'll talk to them. We'll definitely clear that. But it's like, we have to now because we're at war. So we have to. And we're like, no, we have to have a rule that you can't do that. But now they can just kind of come in virtually. 
Right. It's like, I want you looking at my shit, man. I'm into weird shit. Yeah. Everybody is. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter what I'm into. It matters that you don't get to know. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, We're giving it up and people get madder and madder. Right. That's just what's going to happen. But are, but are people what – what is it going to take to really motivate people and get them out there? What is it actually – what is going to be the tipping point in your mind? I think it's little by little. I don't think it's like a one where everyone's going to join in. I think it's as one person can't – like, okay, let's take a terrorist. Sure. His dad was killed by an American drone. His dad was going to a wedding, killed by an American drone. He's angry. Right. Somebody told him like, hey, you know what? You can, those Americans are really bad. It's like, oh, no, but I guess it wasn't their fault. It's like, no, look at what else they've done. They've killed other wedding parties. Uh, they won't even talk about it. They're like, yeah, that's wrong. It's like we got to show our freedom. We got to free our country. You get matter and matter, and then you can you can be used to you know suicide bomb vest on. Little by little, more people who can't feed their families mm-hmm. because of a government that's bought out by by fucking business are gonna get angry and they're gonna like I got to do something here. So we're on the precipice of we're on it, man. Well, of course, and yeah. we're we're whether we like it or not, we're on the precipice of seeing Trump run against somebody. Do you yeah. think that that? I think what, Bernie Sanders is, is is they won't let him win, right? But the, he's one that's trying a peaceful way, um, where he's the only one talking about what's literally like affecting Americans, right? What's actually ruining your lives on yeah. a day to day basis? I'm at the point where it's like, okay, let's say there was a France attack. Today's a good day to talk about that, actually, because yeah. we're Brussels, happening in Brussels. Right? Yeah, thirty four people so far is that what are, the ca- oh. are dead. To me, all the money that goes into defense against that, if you would have an attack like that on American soil. Every single year, I mean like once a year, forget about 9-11 that was 15 years ago. I mean every single year. Right. It would be more worth it to put no money into defense on that and just take care of people's mortgages and the potholes and education. We would live better lives with those losses of lives here or there. Mm -hmm. But we put all of it into fucking solving that. Well, and you recently, I fucking, I love your podcast, by the way. We should plug Skeptic Tank. That is out there. People can go and grab it. But you recently talked with uh, two defense contractors. Yeah. And that, like, I know that that system's corrupt. Mm -hmm. Everybody everybody loves to talk about, everybody on the right, and and some on the left, too, but I don't mean to make it right or left. People in general, Americans love to talk about government waste. And we just talked about TSA. It's fucking, like, terrible. They can't run anything. But no one talks about... Some people talk about. I, I try not to be hyperbolic right, these right, days. Right. I'm sorry. Like people jump was, on exactly. you. Exactly. Like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm talking about it. Yeah. Fuck it. Okay. Uh, the defense budget is sacred, right? Defense is 80% sacred. Eighty percent of our budget goes to that. Why? And yet you. Twenty. I mean, Ron Paul used to say, "It's like, why are we trying to fix other countries when we're, when we're going broke?" And also, we never fix the other countries. It's no. like if you get a to- if you get a dirty dishes, like somebody's got to wash it, and you send in a toddler, he just smashes all the dishes. And then the next time there's dirty dishes, like send in the toddler again. It's like, oh no, he's gonna make it worse. Like, well, we can't just leave dirty dishes. You're like, find someone else to do it because we've proven to be toddlers. You just smash everything. <laughs> right. right. Well, we smash it because we need those, those tiny little oh. hands that are going to pick up those tiny little pieces to make iPhones for us. Obama should be publicly apologizing every time a drone strike hits someone they shouldn't. He should be crying on, on camera and saying, I killed an innocent person. I can't, I can't begin to apologize to this, this family in Yemen. I, I don't know how to – we have to do it, but I feel awful about it instead of just like mum's the word. Right. Collateral damage happens. It happens. And if they wouldn't hide in hospitals, this wouldn't happen. Like, so there was a question there. What was the I already question? forgot it was. was oh, you had these military contractors on. Oh, yeah. And they exposed a whole bunch of stuff. So I mean, much waste. Can you – for those who haven't heard the episode, I mean – It's what, just like you'll, they'll be on an eight-month project, and then their, their, their tour will end, and then they'll be like the next guy will come in, and they won't even train them. They won't even – they'll like start it over. And you're like, what? All that time. It's like, you know, those $600 or, toilet seats, all that shit. Right. It's like, look, here's the deal. If you work, regular job, 
about 40% of your tax money goes to taxes mm -hmm. between income tax and sales tax, yeah. about 40%. So that means if you work five days a week, you punch in five days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you punch in and punch out and you get all that money. And all Thursday and all Friday, you give all of that to the American government. Mm -hmm. And they're wasting it. I don't, I'll give you Friday. I'll give you Friday if you fucking use it right. Sure, we got to make shit runs. Not Thursday and Friday if you're fucking wasting it. Give us our fucking Thursdays back. To the or point, take it off and have a fucking three-day week. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. I'll give you Thursday. I got Friday through Sunday. That's on me. Yeah. And I have more disposable income now. Yeah. So it's going to help everybody here. The, the wastefulness, they were talking about how like – bureaucracy. Even it's too big. To the point where on the, like, the, on the micro scale where if they needed uh, – it was fascinating for me to hear. If they needed printer ink and they couldn't get their toner fast enough, they would go and buy a new printer. Buy a new printer. Buy a whole new printer. out of it and shred the printer. Shred it because just they didn't have nuke it. it. And they didn't want to store it anywhere, so they'd light it up or just, just throw it in a dumpster. Can you imagine That's that? happening on a daily basis. And yeah. that was happening with millions of dollars worth of servers that they would buy and not even turn on and fire up. And, it's like, uh, and got, these are just two dudes. Oh, we got to use our budget, otherwise we won't get the budget next year. Yeah. Like, so wait, you're wasting my money so that you get more of my money next year? And what did they say that the, the, the DOD, they had 100,000 people that were still on contract over in Afghanistan who they literally do not know what they're doing. They, I think that's, they said it in your yeah, podcast. It was like yeah. 100,000 people that they do not know what their jobs are. They are writing checks. So people are like, oh, Six-figure checks. I guess we're supposed to. Yeah, to 100,000 people. too big a company and no one can control it. Right. So here's, here's let me ask you a question. Sure. How would you vote that kind of waste out? How would I vote? But just like if people say speak, speak with your vote. Yeah. How, mean, how would you vote that out? It's tough to – yeah, it's tough to vote. it. You have to have a candidate who's willing to talk about it. And I, did, has Sanders even talked about cutting the defense budget? I think only Ron Paul was the one yeah. who was saying that. I mean he would be a way to go for that. I mean the other option is like how about a protest where nobody pays taxes for a year? It would take everybody – Everybody have to join in. Everybody have to fucking do it because if yeah. only 5,000 people did, they're getting, yeah. they're getting rocked. And by the way, I've got more money now than I had five years ago. Yeah. And anyone who's like, oh, now that a lot of people when they get money, they get like, oh, this tax is wrong. It's like, no, this is the first time I realized that – Actual people with actual families. I have plenty. I live on like fucking 25 grand a year. I was poor for too long. Yeah. I don't have rich tastes. But it's the people who are like, oh, you're taking all their fucking cash. Yeah. It's what people can't get by. And you're just yeah. robbing them. It's a king saying, I need my tithe. Right. And all this money's going over there, by the way. And we're just going to erode what little safety net you have left because we're, we're going to say that that's fraudulent. We're going to find flaws there. Like they love to. They all, love the to all the bankers are out, living their high life again. They had a few months of embarrassment and then right back. Right. You know what they did in, uh, in China once? They uh, put an additive in this baby formula to make it test more pure. Um, they were testing the purity and they wanted to make it test more pure. They didn't try to, but the additive ended up killing about 12 kids, 12 people who were like on, on formula. And um, they took the executives and they hung them. They go, you don't get to blame it on your business. You right. kill children. We're going to kill you. You're not allowed to be around us anymore. Here we go like, oh, well, you can't kill a business, so we'll just fine you. Less than you made on that fucking doing the wrong thing. Did they find – was it – BP. It was it? totally worth it for BP to have that oil rig oh. and, not, and not have any safety like, regulations on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worth it monetarily for them to do it the way they did. I was there. I was cleaning fucking oil-soaked really? pelicans, and I was down really? in Barataria Bay with like fishermen who were crying going – this is my livelihood. And they knew, yeah. oh, it's ruined now. This is the next 15 years. And they know uh, the seafood's not safe in certain areas. And BP was just fucking lying to them. I went off. There was a, a, a PR guy from BP who thought I was Daniel Tosh. Really? Which was great because he gave me an interview. He thought I was the funny man from Comedy Central. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, have a chat with me. And I started grilling him about the chemical composition of Corexit. 
Yeah. Which was the oil dispersant yeah. that they were spraying on everything. What he and he's like, well, it's, it's proprietary. And I go, okay, but if in trials your proprietary formula was found to eat through rubber gas- gaskets, human livers, and spleens, and lungs, shouldn't we have a right to know what you're spraying in unprecedented amounts into our ocean? Yeah. What did you say? It was a nice long silence. silence. And then the interview was over. Because he was fucking lying to everybody. He was telling families, you're, it's safe for your kids to go into the water tomorrow. Just make sure they wash off when they're done. Like, it's, and then it's like, oh, I, but, but as, as an American, you just feel like your official will take care of it. So if somebody in an right. official position goes, it's safe, you're like, no, it's safe. They Billy, Billy like, Nungasser was the, uh, the, the, the Plaquemines Parish. He's the, the head guy down there. And he had his boots on the ground. And he, we're ready to roll. We got this. And I was looking around. And there were all these cleanup boats. Yeah. People from around the world were coming there and saying, I have this cleanup machine. I have this thing. It'll scrub the water. I'm not asking for money. I will get out there for free and do help. this. Let us help. And it was like, oh, well, well hold on now. We got to get. They were waiting for funds. Disaster relief funds to apportion to things oh, so instead of letting their, the people get, get their funds. So it was they... like weeks were going by as 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 the marshes are eroding and they're oh. turning gray and they're just sitting there going like, well, well, now hold on, we got to go. Well, hold on now. Yeah, man, it's what like people fuck? are sick of businesses getting away with whatever they want, and it's just we're just gonna take over. So you think it'll be a few people going after a head of Pfizer, a head of Goldman, or well, if of... you know a thousand people, right? So you've met a thousand people that you kind of like. Maybe you could say their name or come like, I know that guy from uh, from uh, Basketball on Saturdays or something. Just a thousand people. That's a. I feel like that's about what people know, mm-hmm. based on no research at all. But if one of those people go like, yeah, I want to do something, something drastic. Yeah, yeah. That is an army. That is an army of like, how much would that be? 350 million people in this country. One out of a thousand, 3.5. It's 4 trillion people. 350,000 people. Yeah. 350,000 people. An army, a guerrilla army of 350,000 That's people. the key. Because if they were to all get together in one bunch, there's a cluster bomb and some yeah, collateral damage out. and you're done. Yeah. But if they're, if they're activated in different states and different yeah. counties. Yeah. It's possible they could win. And what but is winning at that I point? think it's coming. Is winning, is winning having the government go, new okay, 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 our bad, our bad. No, Here we go. Constitution. Start a new government. So what are the tenets of this new government? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. You haven't smart, gone that I'm far with it. Like that. Yeah. I don't really know about Ben Franklin shit, but I do know <laughs> that all this, all this shit that Ben Franklin and all them said is right. being just thrown out the window. Sure. Saying like, okay, we can give away certain securities because the, certain freedoms because we need to, and it's like, oh, guys, they said this. No matter what, don't change. Here's the here's the the other concern. And Obama recently came out talking about the uh, the iPhone backdoor. Yeah. And he's like, listen, guys, you know, it's that whole you have to give up an ounce of freedom to retain it. And some people say, if you're willing to give up any of it, you don't deserve yeah, it. You don't, well, you don't get any of it. But his 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 point was valid, even what? though I disagree with him. His point was, let's have this discussion now about what provisions and what we're willing to give up for the safe of safety. Let's have that now because if you don't, and this is what I hated, but he's so right. Too late. If you don't, what's going to happen is there's going to be another 9-11. He didn't, been paraphrasing. There will be a terrorist attack, and then there will be rushed legislature, like a Patriot Act, that's going to go through that basically, you know, when everybody's in that fear mode and, oh, oh, check my emails, check whatever you have, just don't. I'm, I'm, there will be anyway. Here's what we decided already. No illegal search and seizure. You can't look through my shit unless you have a reason to think so. And they go, well, how are we going to catch bad guys? I don't know. That's your job. Right. That's your, jo- your job. Your, job is, to, another your way. job is to find a reason and convince a judge of that reason yeah. and then go get it. Cops can't just search everybody for whenever they want. So they still catch bad guys. If they're white. If they're white. <laughs> to they still clear. catch bad guys. They still figure out a way. Yeah. Do it. Just do it. Just don't get it done illegally. Get it done legally. Right. I don't know what to tell you. That's your job. Fucking figure it out. 
The fact that there are lists now. Take off target practice off black people for once and fucking find some evidence. <laughs> the fact that there are massive data sweeps, just massive data collections, and they go like, oh, if you're tangentially related to somebody who's on a threat list, who's on yeah. a targeted list, then you deserve to be on a list as well. It's like, but through Facebook, we're all connected by like three people. Yeah, so people are angry about it, but nothing's changing. Right. So that's the issue. That's the real issue. It's like you can be angry all you want, but we're just talking, and they're just refusing to listen. Because at some point they go, oh, Americans are upset. we got to change. And they go, here or there, they had a few. They're like, we didn't have to change. And now they realize, oh, we don't have to listen to anything they say. Right. We just give them lip service a little bit. They want to go to war with Syria after Iraq and, and Afghanistan. And Americans are like, no, no, we're done with war. Yeah. And they go, okay, fine, fine, fine. Within a year later, Right away, they were like, we have to go into Syria because we have to overthrow Assad. Within a year later, like, we have to go into Syria because we've got to fight the people who are trying to overthrow Assad now. And it's like, sure seems like you want to go into Syria. <laughs> right. So you're just going to keep shoving reasons <laughs> down our throats yeah. until we decide to go? Yeah. Meanwhile, like, we're too busy trying to lead lives. Yeah. We're still trying to make shit happen. So our ability to, like, we can have this podcast now and have this talk. I'm sure you have these talks outside of here. I love the freedoms I mean, we I have. I love yeah. the freedoms we have. And it's guess great. what? I take it for granted yeah. because that's what I'm allowed to do. I don't have to be like, well, we give up a lot, but we do get a lot of freedoms. People want to compare it to like third world countries too. Like we're more free than fucking, you know, Rwanda. We're more free than like, you know, Chechnya and China. It's like, yeah, but we're not more free than fucking England and Brussels <laughs> right. and Italy. And why are you comparing it to the worst countries? Sure. We're like fucking France, all these Canada. Yeah. Chile, they all have more freedoms. By the way, do. you know, Rwanda has better broadband than we do. Do they really? They don't, no, I'm just like, you always <laughs> yeah, see like yeah, a exactly. list of like national broadband index. I'm like, really? can't we be, we're, we're like, we're way fucking low on the list. We pay way too much for shitty connections because guess what? Monopolies. Monopolies. You know? Like, we pay almost three times more for insurance than the next biggest paying country. Not like total, I mean like per person. And we get the 17th best coverage. And they're like reform. Like reform is making everyone sign up for it. So I have friends that can't afford insurance yeah. before, and now they have to. They still right. can't afford it. Right. But now they're just forced to pay for the don't thing they, they want I mean, to risk. Don't they get a rebate at the end of it? No, it's not a rebate. Everyone gets billed now. It's an extra tax, and they say you won't have to pay the tax if you, if you get the thing. It ain't a rebate. I thought it was if you're below a certain income that they basically give you a tax credit. Oh, yeah. But that income is like super low. Is it? Yeah. It's like 26 k a year or something? Or? For a family. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, whatever. That's what I mean. It's going <laughs> yeah, to be violent. No, yeah. It's going to be violent. There's no way around. There's no way to make it change. There's no way to change without violence. But so, but okay. So let's play you know, this until out. There's a, until let's there's a play Baltimore. This out. Unless a Baltimore, everyone riots. No one does anything. So let's play it out. Yeah. Okay. 350,000 people, if one out of every those thousand is activated to the point of a violent uprising. Uh-huh. It's not going to all happen at once. That's nope. going to be a massively coordinated thing that the NSA is, is going to know about. Mm -hmm. So if it starts with one. They'll cut some people. Okay. So that person blows up uh, whatever or Hopefully they don't take other innocent lives. Hopefully, hopefully they go after. Well, hopefully, hopefully they don't start going. Well, fucking people have to die. Yeah, the only way to do it is with but numbers. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, so one person go, goes crazy. After that happens, what? What do you mean? Government comes down. Because I go like, if it happens at a ballpark, guess what? The TSA now expands to all stadiums. Mm -hmm. What if? And then four, it happens what at if four congressmen the same day get shot to death. Right. I think the same thing happens though. They'll lock down everybody. They're going to lock down everybody. I don't think it. I don't and, think and, okay, it plays uh, out that so way. So the next step. So then, then what happens law. when martial law? What happens when no one can leave? Are people getting more happy now with the government or less happy with the government? Oh, people are going to get pissed. Yeah, yeah, it's like Afghanistan or, or Iraq. You go in there, and people don't like to be conquered. No one likes to be conquered. Right. So instead of trying to overthrow their own dictators, they go, "Well, we got to get rid of these fucking Americans. They're not supposed to be here at all." And then we actually leave instead of fucking dropping bombs. If we drop schools there. 
You know, they'd be like, okay, now we can take care of our own shit. And they might lose. It might be three or four uprisings before they finally overthrow a government. But mm-hmm. that's on them. We had ours. We had ours. We get money from France. Right. That's what we got. Some money and some guns. But they weren't fighting with us. They weren't doing it for us. It was up to us to overthrow the England. And if we couldn't do it, then we couldn't do it. You got to let people handle themselves. And they're going to be madder and madder. So martial law gets declared. People are even more upset. They revolt even more. The do government comes down harder. Law, though, or do they start slowly dialing it up and go, okay, TSA now, now, now at stadiums, com- TSA at malls. Yeah. You're going to get groped, and that's what you're going to – and we've, pr- we've proven that we'll accept that. Anything that happens – They'll astroturf gonna- social media, yes. so they think the popular opinion is this is good. We should do this, and suddenly you feel weird for wanting to dissent. Yeah. You know what, that's the term. Yeah. 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 People want to – I was asking somebody early on. I was like, why? Why did I take my shoes off? What are you guys trying to catch? Some lady behind me was like, just do it. I'm like, no, Why? Yeah. Why? I had one honest TSA man once. He said, "What's your?" When sometimes I say, "Say your name," I'm like, "Why?" It's right there on the ID you just asked, and they don't do this everywhere. Like you have to say your name, and I was like, "Why here, not other places?" I one guy go, "Cause some superior at this airport decided he want more power," and I was like, "My name's Ari Shafir." (laughs) (laughs) And I want to shake your hand, sir. It's a pleasure to meet you. You're not part of the problem. Yeah. See, he wasn't part of the problem. He was there, but he wasn't part of it. Sure. Tough man. Tough. Well, the yeah, good thing I is mean, we I'm have not... Shroomfest coming up. Shroomfest. We got new Comedy Central videos hitting I, on YouTube. I, I really think of letting it go. I'm really thinking of just like, all right, it's gonna. Ha- I'm just gonna ignore it. Let the fucking corruption happen. I well, can't do anything. Let me have a happy life. See, I mean that's, that's part of me too. Like, why fight against the current? Mm-hmm. You know. But the other hand, because because you should fight against the fucking current. But it's like I could I could move. It's not funny too. <laughs> right? It's not entertaining at all. Yeah. It's trying really to make not... this stuff work on stage. Sometimes it goes south. It's, it's really tough. Yeah. Who did? Who made it work on? Carlin made it work, right? He just he does what we were just yeah sort of. He made it work. Yeah, yeah. Although he had he had he he was able to make it work because he was at that point. What do you mean? He was massive. Yeah, he was yeah. so massive that it was like oh you you'll go Preaching. up to yeah it, you don't have to necessarily entertain entertain me I'm there to be enlightened. To be honest, and now that I think about the Carlin bits about how the government doesn't support us yeah. or represent us, it's not full of punchlines. Right. It gets a big cheer at the end, and there's no real laughs in it. So I guess in that it was kind of a failure as a comedian. Right. But people still bought tickets. Oh yeah. Bought tickets sure, to hear for it. Sure, for sure. Yeah, he surrounded it with fifty five minutes of comedy. I don't know. Wow, man. we did have a really shitty podcast. You're right, Ari. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think like nobody wants to people hear it. People are shouting it. Bill just, Hicks. Just make jokes. Bill Hicks no, sucks. I, I, oh, there we go. There we go. Hicks was too ahead of his time. He never really felt his success, says Fear the Karma. Do you disagree with that? He felt some success, but he never he just stopped making jokes. Same thing with that Carlin bit. It was yeah. like there, there weren't punchlines in here. So it was, it was interesting. It was mad it was material, but yeah. it wasn't like comedy. Do you get concerned with – on Skeptic Tank or on something like this, even, yeah. even though it's my, in my cast. So yeah. it's like do, do you get concerned that like, oh, no one wants to hear this. I don't – someone's going to be upset about it. No one's going to want this. I should oh. be entertaining. I should just do a thing. Because I let that go a long fucking time ago, and I don't know if yeah. it's for the benefit of my career or the detriment you of it. You let what go? That somebody might not be entertained? Yeah, that I, w- I would have so many things and be like, I shouldn't talk about this because someone's not interested in this on the level that I am or well, whatever. And my like, feeling oh, is artistically, it's up to me to present to fans what I think they should want. I'm a curator. Mm-hmm. I'm not like doing what they want. I'm an entertainer. Right. I'm a fucking, here's what I got. If you guys want to come to me, that's fine. But sometimes I'm like, I was off today. I was too serious. I need to learn how to put funny in there. I've seen a lot of political comics. Only one, Dave Smith, he's the only one I've seen be funny in those jokes. Mm. Uh, in like real political, like who the real candidates are. Right. Um, like Sinbad funny, you mean? Sinbad funny. Like really yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, Grip generally, I just see them t- just preach and it's like, oh, you're wasting it. So I, I do it for myself. I got to put sure. funny in, but no, I'm not going to let what I think th- they want. That has nothing to do with me. 
That's how you get fucking two and a half men. You know? <laughs> I would love to see a political rant in the middle of that episode. <laughs> yeah, the one special episode. It's like, <laughs> it's like talking about drug addiction on Saved by the Bell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So you get that amazing. Yeah. Early on, I made that story. I remember Redbit. I had a thing about bulimia when I was still doing the podcast at, at DeathSquad.tv. Yeah. And, um, and he goes, all right, our listeners are fucking bro dudes. They can't, they can't have two girls talking about bulimia. And I was like, mm, no, my audience is who's going to come to me when I, when I put together something. It's not, I'm not trying to please them. Right. You're also going to attract the audience you want you with being yourself. I mean, yeah. if, you, if you misrepresent yourself, you might build a, a following, but how satisfying yeah. is that going to be at and the end of the day? Go down swinging. Do what you want to do. Yeah. Fail or not. Fail or succeed. Just well, I'll send you the numbers do. on this one. I'm sure we failed. I'm sure we have <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm so glad to have finally sat down with you, man. Yeah. I really am. It's really a pleasure. Yeah. Me too. Um, I'm surprised I never met you before. So, well, let's, let's, uh, like, Shroomfest. July 16th to the 18th. Guys, what are we in about? March? We I'm in, about whether whether I'm inviting myself July. to yours, which is very rude, or yeah. I'm having my own, I'll still need you to hook me up. But there's, there's a site. People can see it. The Shroomfest oh, yeah. primer. Everybody, it's required reading. We absolutely get there. I got to take off the 2015 and put the 27. Oh, yeah. You got to update those dates, bro. Yeah. Get on that Squarespace level. Get it going. Come on. They're a sponsor, right? <laughs> they are. A lot of times <laughs> Get, they are. Use yeah. the switch the template. Get it going. <laughs> yeah. um, you have a, a great series that people can go watch online on YouTube right now. Yeah. This is not happening. This is not happening. If you Google or Uncensored, YouTube search. which is, I think, the way to watch it. Uncensored. That's the way I'd watch it. Yeah. TV version is fine. It's great. But sure. like, uh, and you get the cooler openings and stuff. And maybe we do our own TVMAs, which is nice. But uh yeah, the full stories. Is it this season that has a bunch of you attacking you, or what is? is... It's a, it's weird. Today, this season's all linear. Okay. Um, so every episode, every opening like holds together. It's like a plot line. The like, director Tom's like is crazy, but like, awesome. uh, yeah, go to this is not happening playlist. For those who haven't see, seen like, it, seventy it's not, stories. Like, it is. It feels like stand up comedy, but it's really just narratives. It's stories, stories. about craziness being told yeah. at a strip club. At a strip club, cheetahs. Yeah. Cheetahs on uh, Vermont and. Whatever it was in Hollywood. Yeah. They have a Twitter account. I mean, an Instagram account you guys should all follow. Um, but yeah, it's just stories, just long form. So it's like more interesting and, and some funny for sure. But it's a great way to waste work. <laughs> go to YouTube. This is not happening playlist. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's, it's fucking phenomenal. If you want a way to start, go look at Ali Sadiq's. Okay. His story was I don't think I've seen tremendous. his. Tremendous. I'm not going to ruin it give me for the, you. Give me the subject of the email, not the body. Give me the top line. It's, a, it's about a prison riot. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, like, I don't yeah. have that story no. in my bag. That's it. Yeah. No, that's, that's it. It's about a prison ride. I'll take yeah. it. I'll take yeah. it. Uh, people are yelling, look it up on YouTube. Okay. We got it. AriShafir.com. People can go there. Uh -huh. They can subscribe to Skeptic Tank. It's Please your podcast. Do. Yeah. You're on Rogan a bunch as well. Rogan a bunch. People I have listen, a sports podcast episodes. too called Punch right. on Sports. Right. I know nothing about sports or care nothing about it. We so. only do like 30% sports. Oh, okay. And then I'll, then the I'll rest check it out. Just, yeah. What's your sport of choice? Are you an MMA guy? Yeah. We do UFC a lot and basketball and football. Those are the big ones, but MMA a lot. It's, it's the sport of all sports for me. It yeah, is just, it's I mean, when I was on, when I'm on acid, I remember toast, texting Rogan, and we were in the bad seats for once, and texting him on acid. So you see a guy came in, fuck, I forgot his name, comes in. A fighter? Yeah, a fighter. Okay. He, would, he would do this Boston thing. Frank, something Frank. Frank Mir? Franklin. Rich Franklin. No, not Rich Franklin. Right. Anyway, whatever. Franklin and Bash. Franklin and Bash. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> and he comes into some song, and everyone's cheering. And I was like, I just texted Rogan, like, how is this not what the Coliseum was? How is this different? Of course it's what it is. And he was just of like, just, it just fucking watch the fights, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm working right now. Don't bother me. <laughs> it looks exactly the same. We're just like, let the lions have yeah. them. I hope and, they die. And look, shouldn't we, if they want to fight with weaponry they and they want to make millions of dollars a fight, should we not let it? That's what freedom is. If they sign up, yeah. ultimately it's their choice. Yeah, for sure. Should we not? Yeah.
as long as they're not forced into it. The next Shroom Fest. Next Shroom Fest, absolutely. Thunderdome, that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Only people on mushrooms fighting. Right? Oh, Oh, that would be the worst (laughs) fights. Have you ever done a Wiffle Bat Fight Club? Why are we doing this? You've never done that, have you? <laughs> no. Oh, we did, it on, we did it on live TV, and it gets fucking brutal because those little Wiffle Bats, they even hurt. the big ones, they'll fucking leave welts. The red. Hematomas. The, red. Yeah, the, big, the thick red ones? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the big thick ones. Yeah. They fucking hurt, and people will <laughs> wink, and they get gassed, and they Is start that online? cracking away. Yeah, it's online. You oh, can see, see it. That. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty brutal. Um, any, am I missing anything else? Any promos? Any anything? Any shout outs? I don't think so. Blaze your dead homie? Does Jesus. Young Metro trust you? Is what? It's a, it's a Kanye reference. I mean, it's Young Metro's a rapper. It's... Oh, I don't know him. Uh, you're not living the life of Pablo? No. I will say uh, uh, I'd like to give it up for um, Payday Bite Size. They finally came with the Bite Size Payday. What? Yeah. Uh, Is that in the variety bag with the Snickers and everything else, or do you have to get that separately? No, it's not quite there yet. But okay. they have those long ones that have yeah. like five individual ones. I hope they would be individually wrapped, but you know what? It's a step in the right direction. Okay. We're making, see, we are making progress. Yeah. Maybe we don't need a violent yeah, exactly. uprising. Maybe we just. <laughs> but if they try to make that illegal, I'd be like, get oh! off of me. Oh! Don't tread on me, you asshole. I'm in the don't touch me party. Are you in a, are you in a Charleston shoes? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. You have sure. taken the minis and popped them in the freezer? Yeah, yeah. They're, okay, they're great. They're yeah. great. Yeah. You're on my level. All right, I like that. I appreciate that. <laughs> Ari Shapir, thank you for stopping by. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for supporting GameWisp.com slash The Attack. There'll probably be a post roll in here. You'll figure it out. I heart you guys. Kisses, hugs, and belly rubs. Stick around. 7 o'clock. Troy Baker. Live acoustic performance right here on twitch.tv slash the attack. Bye.